0: The D.N. Davis Show.
1: DN Davis, the show. We are finally back, taking a week off of doing the show and the flip. Just give us a little air, give Ryan a little relax on his commute, give D a a little break on his crib before we enter back into f- doing our shows at 670 to score. Look forward to having us back on 670 to score in the future. Also, last week on Score Off Air during Cubs game streaming, a segment of the flip was on. Mm-hmm. So you got us, you got the Two Fat Guys pod, Mm-hmm. You got Shane's Meats, you got Tony's uh, In The Zone, you got a few of the show personalities, score personalities. Orange too? Yeah, uh, you got the House of L, you mm-hmm. have uh, segments from score personalities that appear streaming. If you don't feel like listening to the game, listen to the game. We want to give that that money to 670. <laughs> listen to the game, but if you don't feel like listening to it, maybe you're a Sox fan that hates, 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 or just not a baseball fan, you can still listen to the score and check out some of the interesting banter that a lot of the characters that work at the score can give you. Uh, we got a lot going on today as we jump back back we're gonna do a a little bit of baseball we're gonna have Maya Akai towards the end of the show from Sean and Maya joins us she's uh the co-host of Sean and Maya in the morning you can check them out on Logic and find them at SM underscore mornings and then first up (laughs) We're gonna have friend showed show that you can remember from back in the days from Elite Customs Clothing to the stars from CJ's custom clothes I should say. Clarence Jones gonna join us to talk about the Rich Paul rule. Uh, what's happening with those coaches and assistant coaches that got caught up in that scandal like Sean Miller and I forgot the coach that was down there at uh, Alabama or Louisiana I think Louisiana she rather. But a couple of those coaches, Chuck Persons, the rifleman, unfortunately got caught up in there. But uh, yep. CJ's going to help us out and figure out what's going on with some things in the pros and in the college games that still smell a little stinky. I am Kenneth Davidson, the voice you heard right there. His name
2: is D. DeMond Sproul. What's going on, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter at and Davis Show, Twitter and Instagram at and Davis Show. We're on Facebook.com, Facebook.com forward slash and Davis Show. Uh, No, i say Instagram iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app War on Anchor, which kicks you over to Spotify and YouTube as well You can find find, uh, the podcast, download, subscribe, rate, share, all that good stuff I'm on Twitter at Demons1 Ken's on Twitter at That's Davis Executive producer of The Dan Davis Show and Dan Davis The Flip Ryan Bukovsky, you can find Ryan on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski And Guy Stevens behind the camera Guy is on Twitter at PayTheGuy
1: Guy got a job Another job Another job Job. He's from the Gill family He's a Stevenson So they keep some jobs That's right Good Jamaican stock They're not part of uh, <laughs> God, let You Jamaican? no nah, You got a lot of jobs though be one of the first times So prepare for this, this The sexiness The sultry guy voice Guy tell us about the job you got
3: Alright so everybody I'll, I'll be starting with The uh, Region Sports Network On Friday We're gonna be at a Scrimmage game uh, We're starting uh Just going to be getting into a lot of high school sports. I'm going to be sideline reporting, doing some social media things with them. So I'm, uh, I'm really excited about it. You plan on, as a side hustle, maybe having a little bit of molly of marijuana getting off the <laughs> What?
2: My goodness. Hey, 32, you look like you're aching. Here you go. <laughs> Pay the guy. It's a wave of the future. We'll be, back in, we'll be back in 10 minutes. No. As soon as he hit this bump. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope this not the case.
1: <laughs> but guys, so listen, this, is your first, uh, this is your first job you applied for after leaving IMS.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, did they hook you up with this or did you find this one in yourself? Um, Don sent uh, them my, my resume and my demo. Okay. Nice. Um, so they automatically hit me back uh, via email and um, gave me a call, told me to come in for an interview. Interview was about 25, 30 minutes. Said they'll see me Friday. Damn. That's and, what's uh, up. We're we're in there. So wait a minute. So are you are you only doing football? Or is going to be going to basketball? Or everything. Um, their their first season is is football season. So uh, the next season will go. I mean, uh, the next sport they'll transition into will basketball. be basketball. Basketball yeah. in okay. the fall. So you're
2: going to be doing everything. Yeah. All right, man. Could have a Cameron Smith right here in um uh, in the basement. Don't be in that lusting. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly. I'm joking but that's how it's. do you? Exactly. you you run track <laughs> you look grown oh, let me let god. me see you flip
1: <laughs> a guy you supposed to be sitting here doing this interview oh i'm sorry not sorry. helping them stretch Sheeps tight okay enough, of that. <laughs> enough of that. shout out to god man shout out to him getting congratulations, god. congratulations god. Thank, you, guys. thank you thank you all right listen uh one thing that popped up today is the fact that the NFL is forming an entertainment and social justice partnership with Jay-Z and Rock Nation. Rock Nation becomes a co-producer of the Super Bowl halftime show. This is according to uh, Bleacher Report Gridiron. So, ah, this is good. But um, I, I'm kind of... Torn? Yeah. Because it's one of those situations, and I guess with power you should do this, if you don't like something and you feel like your people aren't getting something out of it, you sit there And you make sure That they have to deal with you But I feel like With the fact that Jay-Z didn't want to do The halftime With the things that The stuff that happened Last year with um What's what's his name Travis Colin Kaepernick No Travis Scott
2: Oh Travis Scott with Oh Scratch, yeah, Travis yeah, Scott. yeah yeah Remember yeah We yeah. talked
1: about that As mm-hmm. far as should he do The halftime That I think Jay-Z Tried to talk him out of it He did it right Yeah he did But then they the NFL Donated to some programs Or something And that was supposed to be What kind of made it better As far as them Giving the donations For his performance Then he got locked up in Sweden. No, that's ASAP Rocky. Oh, okay. They all look the same to me. <laughs> Gap raids, right? Damn it. Races. Gap braids. Race. Yeah, look at you. What's your you brain? rap. <laughs> you all the same to me. Bibin' and <laughs> But I, I so I, I'm i I'm I'm somewhat conflicted. Why? Because I feel like Jay-Z, yeah, it it benefits Jay-Z. Jay-Z has control of it. But still, with what's going on with the the NFL owners, kind of not, in some ways, how it seems, having an understanding on what Cap was trying to say. I still don't know if I like Jay-Z doing it, but more power to him for pulling it off.
2: Well, I I would say maybe, listen, the way you change things, you got to get on the inside. And now having a partnership exclusively with the NFL, with your uh, sports Company, if you want to say, mm-hmm. um, you have that partnership with them. You able to go in and and hopefully change some minds. And like, listen, this is like a lifetime deal. If he if things doesn't work out, I'm sure Jay Z will back out of it and make a rap song. It about won't it. work out. I don't know. what well, we got to give it time see, to the see. First
1: time he wants the Black Panthers to be involved, <laughs> the NFL be like, nope went too far this time, and Jay Z been like, "Well, I can't. We can't do this in." This well, fight.
2: I will say Ugh. this: this is this was this is smart on the NFL side because a they was they were getting a lot of blowback. A lot of people saying like, "Man, listen, we ain't messing with y'all." You have stars like Rihanna and such saying like, "I'm not going to perform uh, at the halftime show." So now the NFL is like, "Listen, a way to stop this blowback: let's bring in the most high profile." sports media mogul in the world right now, Jay-Z. Let's bring a in to try to see if we could ful uh, those uh relationships and at least uh get them back whole or maybe start some new ones. So that's good for them. It's good for Jay-Z to get in there and hopefully like I said make some type of change. I don't know what is gonna how it's gonna turn out. I'm very interested to see what these halftime shows what they are because typically the halftime shows are pretty entertaining. Now I'm not saying this since so you might not like the artist but the spectacle Ooh. that they, the spectacle that they put on, it's pretty entertaining. Who did it last year?
1: Oh, Travis Scott. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, no, somebody. No, he, he wasn't the mainstay though. It, it was Maroon, right. Maroon, Five.
1: Maroon Five. Oh yeah, we had a debate at the crib about that. Yeah.
2: One. Now listen, like I said, you might not like, like the artist, yeah. but the spectacle of it is it's still entertaining. I was like, why didn't the Foo Fighters do it? How did the Maroon
1: Five jump a better band like that? They're on. Maybe. Kiss 103.5 yeah, well, A lot of people like Maroon 5 Real quick I'm not saying they're bad Yeah I, Something that popped into my head And it's the sneakiness of the NFL They asked Jay-Z to do it He refused He they, said no They asked Rihanna to do it She refused She said no Both for rock nations See So now We're gonna see Jay-Z, Rihanna, and J. Cole Probably at some point During the halftime Possibly Sneaky ass NFL
2: oh, But listen Also too It gives them that exposure they not uh, They didn't don't want. need it. They don't Says need it. He was it. like, bump you. Yeah. Beyonce they again.
1: Nah, she. They'll never bring up back. Oh, oh she'll I think come back. She would. already did it
2: twice. She did it back to back years.
1: Choking. Oh, oh. I'm about to say that. Choking. Listen, All right, wait. I'm joking. It's B, the greatest artist of all time. I was like, what, but I have to say something. Lord have mercy. I hit the 200 listening mark on Beyonce's before I let go.
2: You hit the 200 listening 20th mark twentieth. I meant to say. Oh, you listened to the song 20 times? Nah, but I'm just estimating about that time. And Why? Why did you listen
1: to it 20 times? Come on. I don't. I mean, after oh, like on the radio? time I was playing, I played it a few times. I've never gone after it myself.
2: Oh, I thought you like streaming it 20 I'm times.
1: Not, uh, I'm not a fan of it anymore.
2: I told you that from Jump Stream. Well, you're a hater. I know I am Somebody not. Somebody that a wakes hater. up I in the morning not with a, hater. a
1: mouth full of spitting hate like you. <laughs> I Where know, are those Hadios. I know you have
2: nothing but No, you. I listen. I told you, and we talked about this before on a flip. I love Beyonce. I love what she does. I love what she stands for. She's gorgeous. All that. All that. My favorite song is put a ring on it. It really is. That song, that remake, don't need it. Don't want it. Don't want nothing to do with it. Told you, man, it wasn't good. No refill on some haterade. No, no, Bullet,
1: no. Swishing it around, spit no, it
2: out. No, man. I'm just saying it. Was, it doesn't sound
1: good. Eyes Can I sad. say if something don't sound good? First of all, why I gotta be? Not hat? if it's Beyonce. Candy from cameos at the end of it. It's still a hit. I like candy. All right, candy. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> take it, Ryan. Oh, I think the mic cut out. <laughs>
2: Takes hold of me. So, who, who, out of all of us, who would have the red thing on the crotch? Who would be that guy? Oh,
1: that's clearly me. That's clearly Davis
2: <laughs> Ryan is like What I actually the hell had, Are y'all talking about I actually about?
1: had a pair of pants We gotta, we gotta show you A picture of this I actually guy. had a pair of pants In like 7th 8th grade It was like that? That it was black They were black denim Uh-oh. But a, a, across the crotch It had like this purple flap That buttoned mm. up Oh, You couldn't see no Most of our stuff was baggy So you couldn't yeah, It yeah, just like really bad true. denim But like uh, When I bought it I was like Oh this is flame Then when the first time I put it up I was like I don't know about this I don't think I don't think the ghetto <gasps> what,
2: what is his name? This is
1: my cameo Uh uh, uh, what was it uh, uh, What's it called uh, um, What's it called When you got that thing Covering your crotch like that A cup Cup No It's a, a something A cod piece I'm A who piece Yeah oh, Okay Ow Ow Alright I know we're gonna get into this later <laughs> I can't stand Antonio Brown
2: Now nah, you know what I feel completely different about this That mf
1: and listen, it's, it's funny when you don't play for my team and I can't stand you. That's a whole different, especially in my old age where I don't even care about most things that don't affect my life. I'm tired of the narrative. If he feels like, for anybody also going back, Antonio Brown lost his helmet arbitration, but he later on him and Jerome's house at um, Raiders camp came out and said, they seem like they've secured some newer, old helmets from the design that he had, ones that were made after two, 20, 20, 2010 because you have to have something made after 2010 for players to be able to wear that equipment. Now listen, he wasn't the only player that was out
2: there mad about this now. No, he but he was only the only one who was going to, to, to yeah. That's He went a little far. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: With the helmet, so the company that made his helmet, they went up either in right before 2011 or right at 2011. So he can find potentially an older helmet that could fit and that he could still use and get reclassified by the league if they do
1: so. But one person from the company said they stopped making them in 09. He doesn't think they have it, but they continue to make some. For reconditioning, and of course, if some of them that were, were broken or warranties, he was unsure if they had any for sure after 2010. But they clearly have to because people have reached out to Antonio Brown and let him know that they have those helmets, so he has to get it re- refigured. They have to refurbish it, basically, which is cool. It's it's fine that a person like a person in a violent sport wants to have the type of protection protection and comfort that they feel has benefited them, especially when talking about CTE and head trauma in the NFL. And as D, you said, we, we've we known it, uh Tom Brady, who else have come, has come out and complained about high-profile uh, football players?
2: Oh, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. I, I think it
1: may Tom, have been Aaron Rodgers. It may yeah, have been Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. at least we'll just- we we'll, high-profile We'll go for that now. But- none of those guys said they was going to retire on their team no, let no. alone a new team let alone a coach I won't say stuck his neck out because he has 9 more years at 10 million per he just got here I, but still it's just one of those narratives to where when you look at what happened in Pittsburgh there are a lot of people that you can blame but he makes the narrative he, just, he keeps changing the narrative that you can say it's him If especially if Pittsburgh knowing Pittsburgh they shouldn't suffer that much that ship usually straightens itself out this goes all the way back to Chuck No, but still for him to just come out complaining from the feet which I wonder again was that his fault because I'm sure if it was if someone worked at that company didn't make sure he had on the proper type of footwear yeah that's on them I'm sure but see I, I bet you they would have he would have they would have pointed the finger at that company and said it was negligence I wonder if it was him but like nah it's fine I can put these on and went in there anyway and with the feet really quick I was
0: wondering do they have to have some kind of special footwear or is yeah, it just because they special, would supply that it's,
2: it's that, a special sock special so, special sock or special kind of like boot almost Yeah. I don't think they would be like oh we forgot to give Antonio Brown the special
1: socks that's when I'm so it's kind of like what so then if that's on him for doing that and getting those blisters I know Justin Gatlin the sprinter came out and said it took him months but when I looked at it I was like I don't think that's going to take months from having blisters issues in the first because one I thought it was wax on his feet the, the, the water is gone from under it like it'd be different if the blister hadn't busted Busting, right. or whatever but it's dried out and you can see where the, s- the skin is broken and cracked away so I didn't think it was going to take that long he still ne- can't necessarily cut off it like he's used to or whatever but it's just like it's too much noise it, we haven't even gotten to the season and it's too much noise and the last time we saw him it was basically him refusing his service to the Steelers he would say it was a team after he refused his services that week and then Tomlin told him don't come but still it's just for a player that I've enjoyed it's I find it
2: infuriating and I'm, kind of tired, I'm tired of hearing his name was the um was it true that he came in to practice on in yep. a hot, in air, a hot balloon? air balloon this is my thing i think a lot of cats and he was a fourth round fit, pick or fifth round sixth, sixth round. after that. the bears went with dan lefevre that one day. okay yeah. so you have a lot of cats that come coming to the coming to money from humble beginnings on top of that Money typically shows you the kind of person that you really are. It kind of heightens your personality to like 10. It turns it up. This is who he is. Now he just has the means to do whatever he wants to do even more. Mm. So you have Social media You have the videos Of him working out Catching the bricks Bare hand Which was very cool With dress shoes on With dress shoes on He had to have he had to Penny Slip Lufthus. on he had to have slips on With 10 cents in this him tears your ACL. out I mean, I mean, I, 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 Actually Besides the feet But catching the bricks Like that That was pretty That's pretty cool but at the same time, you come in in high do that air balloon. Oh Lord have mercy. That's how I move these bricks on the street. <laughs> and penny loafers. And yeah. I, just, I just catch them with my hands. Dance hiya, hiya, hiya. hi-ya. <laughs> <laughs> one hike, two hype, three height, hype, whole hyped. So <laughs> one <laughs> hike for me. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> <laughs> look, at my, look at my penny loafers. Mm-hmm. Uh so you have uh you have those instances as well. So you, you kinda get everything. And also too, let me t- like I said, man. I, I text y'all Cam Newton was downtown When the Bears were here last week Just walking around Having a good, good old time Smoking a cigar With some slip on some shorts You know what I'm saying A t-shirt and his hair everywhere Nobody said anything to him So in the NFL and A lot of these guys who want to be stars They need to do something To kind of like really stand out And I think Antonio Brown Really kind of wants that So you kind of get the showmanship along with the headache. Now, real quick on the on the helmet thing. Mm-hmm. Why I said I kind of disagree with you. It's one thing to say like, "Hey dude, you need to do this." And these are the rules. And yeah, you know about it. But when you're talking about somebody and you alluded to this Kim, you talking about somebody's head who's been doing it for a very long time and he feels comfortable with this particular helmet, I can see why he would complain about it. Would I say I would retire to a brand from a brand new team? No, I wouldn't go that far. But I would voice my displeasure in a very public way. What about Sig Lutman being like,
1: I'm keeping the leather jump"? Oh well, that's just stupid. I'm just swear well, that's kind of what you're saying, but though. No, no, no. They no. like that leather, no? They like that leather helmet oh, has to go. He me. like, man, this this is snug. I, I I got half of my senses. Look at look at Ray Ray over there. He is shook crazy, right? Pre- and President Roosevelt I, can't get me now. That. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm I'm saying if the league is saying this isn't up to stuff quality and our job, and we we can sit there and go back and forth on that, we know that NFL has not protected the players. We know that they've hidden CTE for years before it kind of start coming up in the last decade with these players suicides and the, the poor health they've had later on in their years after football but it's a, it's a something that the whole league is doing because they're saying it's outdated
2: and there's new modifications to these helmets but it's not it, th- this isn't uncommon because I remember reading and watching old film about when hockey players were told that they had to wear helmets they bitched and moaned and complained about that Like how am I wanting this help And then they complain when they had to wear visors over their eyes I think a lot of them still even do that
1: But guess what Bobby Ward didn't say I'm quitting no, he just. Stan Makita wasn't like. All nine of his teeth and like, I'm still playing. He wasn't like, hey, Schwartz, I'm quitting. <laughs> so, like, that's That's the thing. That's the, no, you're 100% right like, about that. That's a, it's just too 100% much. Right about it, that. It's, it's just too much. And that's kind of where it, it kind of just. It, it was just like, I'm kind of done with it. Yeah. I'm kind of just. I mean, but around. you
2: know what? You're going to get somebody else just like this. Like I said before, man, you. Money. Shows you who you are Money and power shows who you are And it turns you up To number 10 And the dude is living his life right now Listen he can probably be out of the league In the next 3 or 4 years It's the NFL you never know what happens He's He's living it up right now And he's trying to set I would think he's trying to set himself up after now, what it's going to set up for, don't know. But he's trying to get his name, get his Q rating up after football so he can kind of do something else. Well, nobody want none of that. All right, coming up, we're going to have
1: CJ Clarence Jones is going to join us to talk about the Rich Paul rule and the parts of the Rich Paul rule that was rescinded and his thoughts on what necessarily the NCAA is doing when it comes to a prayer agency. Dean Davis. What's up, everybody? It's Cameron Smith from CBS 2 Chicago listening to the d and Davis show d and Davis show on the line right now clarence jones owner of cj's custom clothes he, elite custom clothing stylist to the stars he's been rocking with us for years coming in and out of town for the draft he definitely clothes when you're looking at coaches nfl nba players anybody and anyone uh, great stories great times anytime he's joining us how you doing clarence
4: Man, I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on your guys' show, on the D&D show. There you go. My favorite, my boys, as always, you know, I love talking to you guys. Y'all are some great guys. Great family, man, as well. Yeah, Appreciate man. that. are so, some great men. You guys
1: are some great men out there. And we appreciate you rocking with us as long as you have. So listen, um... The Rich Paul rule. Now, we know parts of it has been rescinded, but initially, basically uh, someone had to basically been working for three years before they can actually be an agent to a young college player coming into the pros. You have the situation where you had to have a a, a bachelor's degree and also you have to sit there and take a test in some NCAA facility that is viewed by someone to make sure you're actually taking a test that is you. When you first heard about this rule, what were your thoughts?
4: Well I'll be honest with you guys, I, I, I knew they were gonna do this about two years ago. Uh when Rich Rich was getting out there real tough. Rich by the way, Rich is a really nice guy. I know Rich. I've met him, I've had a chance to interact and talk with him. Uh he's a great guy. But what was happening because he didn't have the degree, he've only been he just barely finished high school. These uh the powers to be was not going to allow him to be able to go out here and do the things he's doing and not have any retribution behind it. You know, uh, pretty much LeBron, because LeBron James is who he is, he was able to kind of like take care of things and get rich where. He needed to be. And so people just got tired of that. And, you know, some guys told me a couple years back that they're going to do, they're going to try to do something about it. And this is what they did. And then LeBron and a lot of other people started complaining, you know, so then they, the NCAA went back and said, okay, well, you don't have to have, you know, the college degree, uh, the bachelor's to get it, but you got to be certified through us. And so Rich still basically got to go to college, get some type of hours, you know, or get some type of degree because he's got to pay pass an exam. He's still going to pass an exam. Now, currently, he'll be able to keep everything he got. But moving forward, because you got all these guys coming in, these young high school kids coming in the draft, they're trying to set a lot of that down.
1: Dean Davis on the line right now. We have Clarence Jones. Follow him at Clarence underscore 2525. Uh, Owns fabulous clothing of CJ's custom clothes. Make sure you check that out and get some of that gear from him. He will take care of you and he's on top of it. But listen, you mentioned that you heard this a couple years ago. Now, is this from the powers that be and other agents or is it just the powers that be that are directing all this disdain towards the growth that Rich Paul has had so far?
4: Well, it's really, it's the powers to be. I mean, you got to realize two things. Anytime, and I hate, I mean, like I said, I'm not prejudiced or anything, but anytime you have a young man, uh, a successful black man that comes in and start making the moves that he's making, almost like a worldwide West, but he's not as powerful as worldwide West. And I'm not going to put, I would never put a Rich Paul on the same Uh, scale is as a Worldwide West, but you know, they were not going to allow him to go out here get these players with no degree when everybody else has has to have a degree and so, you know, like I said, a lot of times they get disappointed because they're going to get a young man and they're trying to, you know, recruit him as an agent and then all of a sudden he's going to Rich Paul and then it's like, well, why is you going to him? Well, you got LeBron James behind you. And another thing is this. LeBron has his uh, has his basketball, I think a basketball camp out in Vegas every year. Well, Rich Paul is pretty much able to get in front of a lot of these young men at LeBron James's camp out in Vegas because Rich Paul isn't an agent, a certified agent. He's able to attend and be able to put his hands on these kids. And so, a lot of these powers to be, you know, we're getting tired of, you know, we're getting tired of that happening. And so, what they're going to end up probably doing is they're going to make the test harder. You know, they're going to make it harder for him because in a couple of more years, LeBron's going to probably retire anywhere from two to let's say five more years. LeBron's going to retire, and so once LeBron is gone, well, you know, LeBron won't be able to really help Rich do the things he wants to do except for since after he retires, he'll be able to help him, but it won't be as successful as it was while he's playing because LeBron is a hot name at this point.
2: Clarence, what, I'm thinking of a way to try to get around this, right? You so can't. Well, hear me out. Let, let me throw this one to you. So, LeBron James and, and Rich Paul as you said before a lot of big influence even within the culture right the, the African American culture basketball culture business everything right and I know there Correct. was I know there was a player that he helped go overseas get an internship for like a million bucks and the kid actually got drafted and as you just said that LeBron James has uh, this camp so they'd be able to get in front of these high school kids and LeBron James basically kind of came out and said like man listen the NCAA bumped that we you know what I'm what saying we're not rocking with y'all what's what would stop LeBron James or even any other NBA player in the league like you know what don't go to the NCAA why don't you go overseas go ahead make that money over there and at the same time that will at least give Rich Paul the the avenue to uh, to represent those guys when they come out of the foreign league. This is a hypothetical, but is that a way to get around it?
4: Well, let's, let's take R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's high school kid decided to go overseas. You know, um, R.J. Barrett's a high school kid that decided to go overseas, and then he's going to go pro, but he hired an agent. But because the agent is certified they won't give him a hard they won't give him uh, a harder time than they will Rich Paul. They can always try to make rules for us when it's time to try to go overseas. They'll still try to make some type of stipulation because I'm sure there's an addendum attached to that, even if a player decides to go overseas and Rich was still trying to represent him, 'em. They're still gonna try to make it to the point as of now. Rule. He's gotta be they're gonna right. He's gotta be with NA I think something with the uh National Association of Basketball, something. I can't think what it was, but he's still gonna have to have some form of certification. They're gonna there's always gonna be you gotta realize always this. It's just like rules, like two like like the, the today's society. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have you got and I'm not like I said I'm not prejudiced or anything, but you have two set of rules. You got a rule for them, you gotta rule for us. If we follow the same rules they do and get caught, then there's an addendum. Okay, well, bam, just like the NCAA with all these college coaches. If you notice, only all minority coaches, associate head coaches, all got indicted and got fired. You didn't see Sean Miller, right? You didn't see Bill Self. You didn't see John Perry which was a great guy, by the way. Like I said, I know all these guys.
2: Yeah, you broke that story. I you know mean.
4: Us. Right, so what I'm saying is not one head coach got fired. Even though you had Bill Self on tape, you had uh, the coach at LSU Mm -hmm. who got got his job back, all those guys are on tape. Talking about they would rather give the handler money or not give the handler, but rather give the parents money or we need to give this guy X amount of dollars. Nothing happened to them guys yet. But you went ahead and got all these other guys fired. All these other coaches will never be able to coach. Chuck Person, he got yeah. off because most of the money that he had been doing in the NBA, he had borrowed money to help a lot of boys and girls clubs. So guess what? The, the, the people, the powers to be down there slapped his wrist. Okay. You get no jail time, but you'll never be able to coach again.
2: DN David showing the line was right now, Clarence Jones. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Clarence underscore 2525 20, 20, and visit CJ All right, so school me on this one. So is this, is there a possibility now with this rule that could it put a stop to because I mean I think a lot of people have been talking about this and maybe this is coming back. The high school to the NBA, skipping that one year of of uh college, playing college basketball. How would that play into this now they're not going to the NCAA what if that rule is gone what about that then now
4: well once again there's always going to be a rule something there regardless of what he if they decide to go straight to the pros he's still going to have to have certification some type of certification with the NBA in order to represent a player he's going to have to have some type of certification I'm tell you this. They're not going to let a guy go out here. You took, you got Draymond Green, you got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis. uh, He got somebody else. They're not going to let you go out here with no college degree where guys have had to go to college for four years, pass the test, become a certified agent for a guy with no No type of college experience to go out here and negotiate three, four hundred million dollars worth of deals. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, y'all don't, you guys don't understand this. Don't get me wrong. Rich is a great young man, but Rich, Rich doesn't do the contracts. He's not the guy behind the contract. There's another guy that does all the contracts for uh for for Sports. sports company for Clutch Sports. There is a Caucasian guy who does all their contracts. Rich is just the agent of record.
1: CJ, real quick, let me ask you just as far as that situation, is that commonplace or is that just an outlier with rich? Do most agents actually know all the contract language or are they kind of like, do they have a capologist like most teams do that can find out the minutiae in contracts to get them situated the proper way? Is this just a rich thing or, or do all agents have some guy that it's his job to make sure the wording in the contract is specific so it benefits the player?
4: Well, not everybody does it. You know, but Rich does because once again you gotta look at it. Rich isn't a certified agent, so you gotta have an agent who's who's been through negotiations, done all these contracts, to allow you to um, go ahead and get the contracts done. So once again, because Rich is the president of Clutch Sports behind LeBron James. They have somebody who does all this for them. So not every agency does it, just some agencies who have guys who are not actually NBA certified. Rich is just really the face of clutch sports. You know what I'm saying? He's just really the face of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, LeBron helped put this company together. So it's really LeBron James' company. But Rich runs everything, and so his first client is basically him. And then you got Ben Simmons. Like I said, got ne- negotiated maybe four, maybe three, four, maybe $500 million contracts. So these guys are looking at him like, well, why is it he has the opportunity to go out here and do all these wonderful things? And he's not even certified.
1: Dean Davis on the line right now. Clarence Jones, make sure you check him out and check out CJ's custom clothes. He's giving all the stars all the, the tight fits that they're rocking. Look, I want to get back to something you talked about, and that's the the book Richardson and the uh, sports executive Christian Dawkins and Sean Miller and all that type of stuff. Uh, you were the first guy to come hit us up. You you were tight. Which one of the guy? Which guys were you tight with, Clarence? That of the got called in right there.
4: Well, Christian Dawkins was my client. Yeah, who <laughs> was with Andy Miller. Mm. Um, Lamont Evans is one of my guys. I knew uh, Book Richardson out there at Arizona. I mean, I knew most of them coaches.
1: And the thing – that we keep hearing is that there's even more coming down and some bigger schools that are going to be hit, hit up. Do you, do you have any inkling on what could happen? And as you already said, no coach is going to take a hit. Is there a chance that perhaps something just can just be such a stain that one of these big time coaches who usually gets off may have to end up if getting fired from that team and going to another team or suspended for an extended amount of time coming down the way.
4: Well, what I'm looking at is this, you know, they're still trying to get Kansas. They're still trying to get Arizona. I mean, they're still trying to get some of these schools. But you got to realize those are like power five schools. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do to them? I mean, look at North Carolina with the um, academic scandal they had a couple of years ago. Yep. What happened to Roy Williams? Nothing. What happened? Mm. There you go. Because who, who runs that school? Michael Jordan. Come on now. I mean, don't get me wrong, I know Roy Williams, Roy Williams is a great coach. But like I said before, only people that got hit and lost jobs are all the associate. How do you think these associate coaches, do you really think these associate coaches are going out here making all these moves and the head coach don't know? Really?
2: You'll be, be a fool to think going that.
4: On. There you go. I mean, I deal with this stuff every day. I mean, a lot of these high school players, they out here, and like I said, I don't want to knock nobody, but most of these high school players, man, when you see going to these big programs, they all get they, their parents asking for money. Come on, you think all these kids are going to these schools because they want to go there? No, it's it's money is big business. It's big business in this thing, you know. And so every every parent got their hand out. I mean, I I know tons of kids. You know, parents out here, they want money for their child to go to the, go to certain schools. So what can you do? You you can't stop it. You, get, you, you can barely, the only thing you can do is slow it down. I mean, and what they did was because Andy Miller was doing so well in the business. I'm going to tell you this here. Remember? Andy Miller probably last year's draft, if Christian Dawkins had never gotten in trouble, and this is why he got in trouble, Andy Miller probably had in last year's draft alone. Probably ten of the top twenty players mm. for the draft. Ten of the top twenty. That's why they had to get rid. Had to get Christian Dawkins and Andy Miller and them out of there because they were finna control the draft for the next couple of years. Mm. All them schools that you that got named, Christian Dawkins. Like I said, great man, great young young guy out here hustling. You know, had built relationships. He had a shot at. Everybody who was coming out. So what do you do? You got to get you got to get somebody. So you put an FBI agent on him. And the good thing, and, and he gets in trouble. Now this is the funny thing, they were talking about him in Vegas last uh, that year in Vegas. I was, I had talked called him. I'm on the phone. He's like, "See, I need to call you back." You know what I'm saying? I'm fortunate enough that because everything I did was clean, you know. On record because they even pulled me up. They're like, "Oh, this guy make all the clothes for some of these guys." Oh, okay. Well, he's good. You know what I'm saying? I was just fortunate enough that no one tried to indict me on anything that I didn't even know because I knew the I knew the other guy, Sean, who was in the center of it. The other guy who makes the clothes. I mean, all of them I know. So, what do you do? I mean, so you got to come up with some type of rules. Where one 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 company isn't ruling every everybody, so you got rid of one guy, and so now you want to try to you want to put a stranglehold on it, but you want to put a stranglehold on it where it's convenient to give everybody, as I would say, a chance.
1: CJ, you said uh, at the beginning of this interview that you knew the Rich Paul thing was coming and just sitting here talking about the NCAA scandal that took place last year. You got anything else that you can tell us is coming out that nobody's really talking about that yeah. we can talk about? What, right little
2: birds, what little birds been talking
1: in you don't have to <laughs> no, You don't have to name names, but just give <laughs> us uh, hints.
4: Man, listen, they, like I said, they, they I'm going to tell you this. FBI, they get who they want to get. I'm going to just say that. If they wanted to get Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, any of them schools, if they really wanted to get the people, they could get them. Because mm-hmm. they got some. I'll say this Kevin Ollie. Kevin Ollie gets fired because, now, this is the first one. You're going to laugh. Kevin Ollie gets fired for cause. You know what, Kevin? Kevin Ollie got fired because he lied that he knew the guy Ray mm-hmm. The guy had been in his office, he had been making the guy's clothes. Kevin Ollie gets, gets fired. And and Connecticut owed him $10 million. But because it was just cause, he gets fired, he gets none of the ten million, Connecticut offers him a million dollars of a ten million dollar deal. Mm. Now, if that had been any of those other schools, other than the other head coaches, they'd be fired. They would they would they they would have get that they fired him and then gave him ten million dollars. Rick Patino. Right. People don't realize this, but when Rick Pitino got fired, check this out—he didn't get fired really because of the scandal. He got fired for something that happened previously. Rick Pitino could have got a job at Georgia right after that if he had wanted to. But was the first thing they said, "Well, lay low a little while, couple of years, let everything die down. You want to come back, you'll be able to be a head coach." But Rick Pitino can come back and be a head coach right now because he never got indicted. Ain't that crazy?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but it's not that okay. shocking. But it's not that shocking, though.
4: No, it's not. But but that's Rick Patino. right? That's Rick Patino. Don't be surprised in a year or two. Rick Pitino be back, coach.
2: Oh yeah, I, I think we. Even, <laughs> I think we even debated that on the show uh, while it happens. Like, listen, he's going to be back in the. In oh, he could have been
4: back. He'll been yeah. back.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
4: because he's Rick Patino. But like I said, those other five or six associate head coaches. We'll never get Lamont Evans. Prime example is Oklahoma State. He got twenty four thousand dollars. You know what he did with that twenty four thousand dollars? What He gave it. No, he gave it to them kids, their yeah. families, because the kids didn't have nothing.
2: No. Uh, OK.
4: All he did was he took twenty four thousand dollars. He gave it to those kids, families who needed the money. One that he needed the money. But guess what? Because he told the guy, I can't promise you anything, but I can at least get you an interview. What's wrong with getting somebody an interview? Mm -hmm. That's a referral. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets paid a referral fee. I have guys that put me in line with players all the time. They don't ask me for nothing. But guess what? I always offer. You know, hey, would you like some free shirts if the guy buys? Would you like a couple of suits, you know, if the guy... Once he goes to the NBA or NFL, if he buys some clothes from me, I'll take care. of you. you know, you ain't ask me for nothing. But instead of me giving him money, I can say, here go a suit, here go a couple pair, here go a couple shirts. But that's all he. That's all Lamont Evans lost a six hundred thousand dollar year job for twenty four thousand
2: dollars. Damn, really? And you know what? I I think on both of these topics that we've talked to you about tonight, Clarence, is simple fact of why. College athletes, especially baseball, not baseball, basketball, football, these players need to be getting paid.
4: I mean, everybody's getting paid. I'm, Everybody. I'm just saying
2: above the table with the players, get let them, they generate them billions of dollars, let them kids get them kids, they're young men. Let them young men uh, well, uh, reap the fruit of their labor.
4: Well, what they look at is this. You're going to college for free. You got a $100,000 scholarship for four years. That's how they look at it. You know, and don't get me wrong. They they get they get they get them jobs. You know, little cookie cutter jobs mm-hmm. where they're really not doing much work. These, these kids are getting some money. It may not be the kind of money that they should get, but they are getting some type of money. May not, like I said, but the people who the ones who are getting the money,
2: they getting the money.
4: Nine out of ten is the parents.
2: There you go. Hey, CJ man, thanks for hopping on with us tonight, man. We really appreciate it. love when you break everything down to us.
4: Man, appreciate you guys having me on the DD show. Davis. Next time I'm in Chicago, I will definitely let you guys know. Go check out my man Alan Robinson with the Chicago Bears. There you go. If anyone wants to reach out to me, my number is 901-378-8273. Website CJ Custom Clothiers. C-L-O-T-H-I-E-R-S dot com. And I'd like to say hello to all my guys in Chicago, my boys from King, Simeon High School them folks man, appreciate you, you guys man be blessed you and your family
2: you too brother no doubt tj
4: appreciate you peace
2: all right that was clarence jones right there make sure you follow him on twitter at clarence underscore 25 we'll come on back maybe go up for grabs all right Dean davis show hey this is rich campbell from the chicago tribune and you're listening to the Dean davis show D and Davis show alright it is about that time it is about time to go up for grabs for one Mr. Ryan book up that scheme we had a week off so I missed this Ryan what you got for us
0: well, let's start off with a little bit of football, and we'll talk about the hometown Bears. And they're back at House Hall for the rest of training camp, finishing up in Bourbonnais over the weekend. And their second preseason game is this Friday at 6 30 against the Giants. So, two part question Who stood out to you in game one of their preseason? And what, if anything, are you wanting to see in their second game? Come on, that's easy. Yeah, it's David Montgomery. Good.
2: And I actually when it's That's nice. all you want to see? No, no, You, know, you, know, you know, who stood you, out. You stood out game who one. Stood right? out, so and what do you want to see in game two? Uh, I would say definitely for game one, David Montgomery definitely stood out. Uh, so uh, Siafa Lewis and I <laughs> kind of got on Sydney. It's like because Sydney's like, I want to see some David Montgomery. He was like, man, you ain't gonna see none of that. Like, at least you ain't gonna see enough of it. He played quite a bit and got a touchdown. I mean, up, he was so. trying get himself hurt. Yeah, that too. He, he, he going w- for extra yards. He was playing, but he was playing though. First NFL game in, in the NFL sense. with
1: him because it, I said to me he has poor man's poor poor man Saquon on him alright because I think he's more people use the uh, Matt Forte comp but I think he's a lot more agile than Matt Forte Like it's, it's more quick twitching there mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's as quick as he thinks because there was one spin move and arm tackle break he made I was like dude if he was playing against number ones throughout that whole first team like that he was gonna get. he could have got racked up and that's going to happen yeah but i i I feel like i I worry i wonder are we going to hit a situation with his ability his bounce and his balance that he's up too much where it's like you know what if you would have went down as far as ball control he he didn't fumble really in college he had a fumble i know it's just whatever i think it may have been practice it wasn't in the game Mm -hmm. but still like that's my you see why they drafted him all right, like you, it's not even a situation with a guy that's not known as a burner. You can still see the in-between speed that you need to do for the separation. I get into that end zone, but um, so I like, I like to, I like when they drafted him. I-, I like everything that I've seen from him. I just hope he is he isn't so diligent and getting an extra yard that he ends up compromising himself.
2: And remember, this is only the first game.
1: I make all my assessments off of one
2: game. It's all, it's only on one game, everybody. So just calm down Let's see what happens And also too We gotta see him go out Through the season And hopefully he make Those adjustments Hopefully he's smart enough That he understands What you're saying Can save his body And and go down Sometimes that would be uh, That'd be big But uh, definitely David Montgomery In the first game What I want to see In the second game this my uh, what I, I, I typically I get uh, you, what you get you get a lot of the starters in the third game mostly second game mostly third game so just to see some more of the starters out there see some maturation of Mitch uh that, this might be see. the last week with the starters Nagy start wrestling him after, oh yeah that's right he did that week, last after week season. two that's right that's right all right so there you go I want to see a lot more of the offense and see what they do that's what I want to see Ken mitch
1: perhaps taking a step that he hasn't took in training camp taking a training camp i think we kind of sugarcoat the fact that we're looking for him to, to kind of show us um i don't know a better understanding of this offense or maybe if it's not a better understanding being able to execute it yeah developing his and game. if you really read between the lines he hasn't done that So the thing that I think we all looked at is that if there's some regression on defense from the fact that they had an assortment amount of takeovers and it's not likely to get the same amount, even if let's just say you have five, ten fewer but still, if Mitch took another step, not saying he was gonna be great, but gotten to maybe the top 13 in the league around there or whatever. At least definitely in the top 15. Yeah, in the top 15, in the top 15, that if they, they would benefit from it as a team and it would make up for any regression on the defensive side of the ball. It doesn't seem like that. And one thing I haven't heard, are we gonna enter this year like we entered into games Uh, probably was like game seven Through about maybe game Eight well Mitch came back from being injured So game eight or nine To the last game of the year where Maggie had pulled back Mitch Some from the beginning of the year he kind of Let Mitch go one thing we keep hearing Is Maggie wants him to let that rock go He doesn't want him to be cautious in Practice because he wants him to find out his Limits within the offense And it doesn't Seem like Mitch has been willing to Just fling it worried about interceptions We heard continuously and we Know with this against this defense they are Gonna get you, but one they can't sack him. All right, so I mean you can't hold that ball a second longer to get to where you want to to get to get a guy quote unquote open or get a better look because they can't hit you in practice and he's still he's messing up. So I want to see Mitch perform better. It'd be good if he can have a few good series and they can yank him that would probably be good for him and the team to get some confidence going that way. But, I mean, some of the stuff that we really are looking at this team's doing, if Mitch is going to be a hindrance... Whoa oh, this, I don't think this, yeah. Most of us I, But I'm saying the hindrance If he, there's no growth From last year He still exactly the same If he's, you can look it at it This is The same guys Last year Whoa
2: Yeah This Big is problem. his third This is his third season In NFL But this is kind of like His sophomore season So did he, did he even Throw a pass In the first game nope. handles. Three handles Three handles right So let's see what, um, I can't say, let's see what uh, Nagy has in store for us with uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I think you guys are right
0: with David Montgomery, and you've obviously said all the main points that I was going to say. A couple other guys that just stood out to me. I would say Marvin Hall, even Jim Miller, the color commentator, Mm -hmm. thought it was Emmanuel Hall who they Mm waived today. But when uh, you went back to see the tape, it was actually Marvin Hall. And he has a lot of speed. He's got good hands. So you see kind of why they signed him. And he got a signing bonus. So it looks like he's got an inside track on a job. He looks like, to me, Josh Bellamy, but faster and more secure with his hands. (laughs) You mean better? Yeah. But, But... I'll give Josh Bell me that last year. Under Nagy, he actually made some impact plays on offense. Ian
1: is a real good special team guy. Yeah, he, yeah, was. Exactly. he was. He was. He definitely was.
0: And then uh, Kareth White, I'll just throw him out there, too. He makes this running back battle interesting with his speed because I don't know how much he would even factor in, if at all, but you see that speed, Nagy isn't afraid to use speed.
2: Who was a tight end to play? What is his name? He oh, is- Ian Bunting. Ian Bunting,
0: yeah. He did have himself a good game, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of interested to see what he does. And then,
2: uh, Christine lo- is basically done.
0: Yeah, he's probably not going to play too much, no. but he's going to be definitely the main backup, or at least the starting uh, X tight end, not yeah. the Y. Uh, what I'm looking forward to, Riley Ridley looks like he's going to play oh, in nice. game two. He's oh, finally nice. back from that hamstring, and he was practicing a lot in Bourbon so I want to see him because Anthony Miller's probably not going to play with that sprained ankle. Yeah, ankle. Cordell Pearson will probably take his spot, and then after there, I see a big chunk of Riley Ridley.
1: Well, we know when they got rid of Emmanuel that, I mean, they weren't going to get rid of a fourth-round pick anyway in Riley Ridley. But still, with that that jumbled-up receivers' room, it told you they're not taking six, basically, into the season. And Emmanuel, had, he had made some uh, he had made up some ground, but he didn't. He's been hurt going to Riley really kind of be out. It'd be definitely good to see him. I'm sure they're going to hold off a little bit of Allen Robinson being out there a crazy amount with just wanting to keep him safe because mm-hmm. this is supposed to be his blow-up year. Mm-hmm. Right. right. The, the second year back from the ACL, and it's his second year in his offense. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's – I like everything about this team. I want to see, I, I even like some of the stuff with Chuck Pagano to a certain degree. I, I want to see more of his play call and his uses of the players. But man, it's just, I'm, I haven't. I i have not wasn't worried about Mitch. And I think Eric has kind of been kind of like,
2: meh.
1: And man, I, well, listen, I'll tell you this. Like, this is my hot take. If Mitch is going to be average, I want him to suck this year because i want to get up from under him i don't want play to play the lie lie to yourself that he's going to come around lie to yourself and then you end up signing him, and it's like what we stuck with this i'd rather him boy be bad so they can't the ryan pace can't cover high from it and this is not on matt nagy i i'm, I'm i'll cover for matt nagy this is not on matt nagy if he's going to be bad i rather hope he's effing sucks hmm Let's hope we don't have to go down that route. Oh, breaking uh, Red Sox lefty Chris Sale becomes fastest pitcher to 2,000 strikeouts in MLB history. Yep. You
2: saw that earlier, yeah.
0: Congratulations to the ex-Sox. Uh, let's move outside of the Bears' perspective, but still stay in the NFL. And we kind of talked about it a little bit more, but i got to get your guys' take overall when we're talking about Antonio Brown. What has been the most bizarre part of this current saga? The fact that he didn't wear that footwear during the cryotherapy resulting in frostbite? Or that he threatened to retire
2: unless the NFL allowed him to wear his helmet? You know what? Honestly, I want to be able to walk. So I think I'll put socks on my feet. Especially with frostbite? That was nerve damage? Right. Potentially? Money can come and go. Not saying that you... Listen, you never want to poo-poo millions of dollars, no doubt, and you want to do something that you love, no doubt. But I won't be able to walk. That was idiotic, because I'm sure the facility, the company, wherever he went to, didn't just allow him to walk in there barefooted. I'm sure they didn't allow him to just walking in there with his uh, Nike regular socks. I would think that they would tell him like, "No, dude, you need to put this on." And if he blew them, blew them off, like poo-poo them, like get away, i mean Antonio Brown. I ride hot hot air balloons. Um, uh, he just went in and did that. That's that's beyond idiotic. Cause now, now you're dealing with your health, and frostbite. Man, you could lose like diabetes. You could lose a foot. You don't want to do I that. I not man. feel
0: that going in there
2: right away. Like man, this is this is too cold. Well, you well you only in there for like thirty seconds. and my in my understanding of it is that you go in there and then they turn it on. And then you come out. So I don't think you just walk in there barefoot like, oh, the floor is cold. I think they turn it on. Mm. So to be able to put your feet at risk, this is your health at risk, man, that is beyond idiotic. That's me, though.
1: Uh, Him talking about he was going to retire. Because it's, it's like, who are you threatening? Only, only person you, or people you're threatening are the Raiders who traded for you and gave you more cash. Alright to satisfy you And it's just open oh, hand smack Didn't they give them a, Give up picks too Yeah but mm-hmm. they weren't I mean that's why they Still though Yeah yeah, I'm saying But the, the thing is More the cash than the mm-hmm. picks I mean mm-hmm. they got A press of picks anyway mm-hmm. But when you sit there And I won't say They put their neck out for you Because they're looking For you to grab headlines And to be the narrative Going into Las Vegas but for you to sit there after they did that and give you cash and be like, and I'm still going to be a disruption. Like, oh, you thought this was going to calm me down? Hell to the null. It's like, dude, like, it's just, it, it gets to the point, especially when you got a, a young team and a team that you're trying to change the the, the chemistry and the narrative on. Team that perhaps, uh, uh, that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Derek Carr may not even be a part of in the long run of this team. With this being the last year, I think he has guaranteed money on his contract. He won't. Yeah, he shouldn't. But they shouldn't have kept Amari and got rid of him it, whatever get all, rid of all of them because now you're not going to get the value that you would have gotten for mm-hmm. Derek Carr had you gotten rid of him last year like you you can't get the same thing for Derek Carr this year that you could have got last year before we saw what happened last season but it's, it's talking about the retirement part because it, it, it makes you and I he's a quality player and I mentioned this earlier going back to that last game where the team said he went incommunicado and then he popped up like on a Saturday and Tomlin basically told him to stay home mm-hmm. it makes it wonders to how hungry you want it Because when a football player starts to not really want it A lot of people say you need to just get off the field So that is like that, That's telling me Just because you, you, you have enough money And we saw that in an interview uh, last year with ESPN Where he's like I have enough money When he had to, to die on his face like a fool it, it, it makes me wonder Should I trust in you with being here For this team And this isn't in a team that you haven't even really ingratiated yourself
2: with yet I will say this though a lot of people are talking about the oakland raiders now i know all publicity isn't great publicity publicity but a lot of people talking about the oakland raiders so you take it for what it's worth i guess half glass empty d this Let's is a dirty d
0: this is a really tough one when you look at it because i mean your receiver you're, you got your feet you have to make sure that they're good you got to make sure that everything's right with the cryotherapy you think he would go every ninth degree and then retiring over a helmet to even begin with with the talk because he can't see the football like that doesn't even there's got to be a way your antonio brown to get the type of helmet that you need to perform it's like 30 of them they
1: said and on top of that now see i i, I gotta get a better understanding because from anybody's played football is it the helmet that pre- 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 prohibit him from seeing uh, the way he wanted to or is it necessarily the mask on the helmet because you can switch the mask out so it It had to be the way the helmet was shaped but i mean i would think it usually helmets are formed the same way and then the masks are shaped differently now i don't know if it's a mask that and i doubt it that you have to wear this certain mask with this helmet but you would think if part of the mask is taking away his peripheral whatever that he could still switch out the mask but i don't know
0: yeah the only thing with like helmets nowadays is they're a little bit bulkier because there's more padding to Mm -hmm. try to protect the brain Mm -hmm. but (laughs) <laughs> the help it's, they
1: yeah. put on it but it just seems
0: like uh, how much padding is there it's maybe a slight difference and you can't get one that's trimmed around the eyes at all or anything like that so we'll see i don't know take your pick i guess for most bizarre with antonio brown and now i want to move over to baseball and entering play tonight the yankees and dodgers sit at 79 and 41 and are tied at the best record in baseball the astros could match that if they sweep the socks tonight but Let's stick with just those two teams. Would you bet that that will be the eventual World Series matchup when we get to that point in October?
2: Man, it's baseball. Can I go
1: first? No, go ahead, please. D uh up for grabs. Mm -hmm. Said I was excited about it. I don't. don't, You know what? I want to say because there's been some turnover with the guys that are, are running the Dodgers now. When it used to be the Clayton Kershaw click and now you got Bellinger and you got some younger players, younger pitchers. I want to say the Dodgers should be there. I can say this much though with both teams. Are you are are you satisfied with the Yankees pitching? Because mm-hmm. yeah, we know they have Murderer's Row, but you have what's the name? Sereno he's not even back yet and this this is always the funny thing when people talk about coming back how do you know when an injured player comes back he's not gonna be re-injured or the same player a guy that hasn't played all season and we're talking about waiting for what like 10 players to come back so that that's my thing with the yankees i will say this they're lucky the, the red Sox aren't the red Sox, and then in that championship malaise Especially you know what usually going deep In the playoff does to your pitcher's arm And we was clear with Chris Sale He's not the same pitcher he was last year You haven't even heard as much about David Price As you had heard from last year I think the Red Sox is more of a threat I, I still, I look at Cleveland And some of the fact that Cleveland Pared down this year If they were the Cleveland from last year they'd perhaps be able to stop the Yanks But again I'll say This is my last name The Dodgers have a better chance than the Yanks Because the Yanks still have Houston And Houston has better, clearly a better pitching staff, and you could also say Houston has as as good of an offense, at least as the Yankees has an offense, and it probably they probably outside of Berkman don't even strike out as much as those Yankees big boppers. When you're looking at Judge and you're looking at uh, Mike uh, Juan, uh, you know Stanton. I mean, Stanton Juan Giancarlo Giancarlo, Giancarlo Stanton. Thing. Giancar- I know him as Michael. His mama named him. I'm joking, <laughs> but uh, so I would probably say. Dodgers because I mean basically we're saying the NL Central's gonna beat up on each other uh, I'm not as worried about Atlanta, the Phillies are basically done the Nationals had a resurgence but still I'll say the Dodgers but the Yanks still have to deal with Houston and I mean Houston you could say Houston and really the best teams in baseball I'll take record out of it is probably Houston and the Dodgers
2: I can definitely see that as a World Series um But when it comes to baseball, man, listen, all you got to do is get a hot starting staff going into it from the wild card all the way through it. And you can silence bats very easily. But if your pitching isn't there, you're not going to make it that far. So I don't know. I mean, you just never know when it comes to baseball. Um, But I I think I tend to agree with Kink also, too, because we've seen the Dodgers do it. If they do it again, it'd be what, three years in a row? They haven't haven't won anything, but to make it that far, that's... That's incredible, right there. We you haven't don't seen. Don't need the Buffalo Bills in this situation. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen a team go three in a row since the Yankees, right? Did they go? Did they even go three in a row? They yeah. I thought they were four. Did they go three? In, no, they, they didn't. went at least three. No, they they one year was broken up. I forgot okay. what was what, but I okay. think they I think they went three in a row. Um, three. Yeah. So I mean, just to see that, that's probably be the last time we've seen that. So, but they had the opportunity to do that. Uh, the NL is not as strong, so I mean. Like I said, man, you have a hot staff. Listen, no, somebody
1: NL is real strong. You mean who? NL is real strong.
2: Well, you have you have you have Atlanta, yeah, and
1: I would say you got all the teams outside of Pittsburgh and Cincinnati in the Central. But. <sighs> I guess in the way
2: but with, I don't, how D not saying,
1: like they're strong.
2: The Yankees have AAL. like an Astros team to combat them. Do yeah. the Dodgers
0: have that Astros? Right. team Right, and to don't forget
2: them. we just okay. talked about it. We just talked about it before with Cleveland. Cleveland turned around. What if Minnesota gets in? Minnesota's been one of the best teams in the season in the league too. And that's not the AL. I don't. I don't look at the NL Central as really a threat. My personally, but that's because Our they're team beating up on each other. I mean if you look at But they don't but they not world they don't look like a team who can beat the Dodgers. But do, none of them do. But it, would I, they look team
1: a team. lot more like that if they were in a division, rather? That they were the standard bear. So you look at it like
2: Look, Do You think even in my even better than Washington in, in in
1: Atlanta? Well, beginning of the year, Washington had a resurgence. They weren't as hot as what they. No, they wasn't. The they wasn't. The they year. wasn't. I mean, you, you look at the fact that people were looking at the Phillies and doing something. But the of you if, if you take the teams, the top three teams at the NFL Central, and you put them one out west and one out east, I think we will look at those teams differently because still they're beating. though, and since he's taking wins for them, you know what I'm saying? Like they're beating up on each other. The top heavy talent. Will look better because the, I would think their numbers will be better
2: because they're they're playing in the most competitive division. In they baseball. are, they are, but at the same time, though, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you on that one. I think they are who you are, who they are. Yes, they are playing against each other, but they're just kind of like very fractured, not really. The, the teams just don't look good to me, and and this has been a rebound season for uh, Saint Louis. Yes. But still, though, they don't look like anybody. They can't,
1: they don't look like they can beat the Dodgers. See, the largest reason why they don't look like that is because they're playing each Mm -hmm. other. The Dodgers are, who are the Dodgers playing? The Diamondbacks quit, all right? They basically had a fire sale. We should have had even more of a fire sale. Case in point, when I said Granky was going to be probably shipped, and I was uh-huh. told, no, nah, I do think Greinke, and I, I was, nah, someone's going to go for that because he's performing above his contract value, even though it's an exorbitant amount of, of, of value. But at this age, you would think you're going to be looking at his contract like, damn. But actually, he's performing up to it. So you, you look at the fact that the Diamondbacks aren't really doing anything. The Giants thought they were in it, which is like, Whoa? You know it, what I'm saying? They should have been the ones that have been a bigger yes, uh, biggest sellers. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what so was up with they're that. not playing against anybody. You look at the 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 NL West I mean East, the Mets are the Mets, even though people would have thought they would have been somewhat a uh, decent, and even though actually they're playing better. better yeah. But yeah. still, they're not no they're not a threat. The Phillies, Gabe Cattlers may get fired and Joe Madden's trying to get his job. I'm joking, but I'm being serious. All right. And then you look at Atlanta, it, it is 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 making a move, but has is Kaiko really done everything. And again, you're bringing in a guy in the middle of the year, not even the middle of the year, later in the middle of the year asking him to perform at a level that he hasn't necessarily been at this season since he hasn't been playing throughout the minute of the year. I think the NL Central, and I I get visually what you're saying is they're not not doing what you expect, but I think a a part of that has to do because they're playing Mm -hmm. each other all the damn time. Mm -hmm. And that's why because it's a tough division. Yeah, they're not facing the pitchers, these good pitchers in this division, or these good hitters in this division
0: yeah i think the dodgers look like the most complete team in the national league when you stack them up offense defense and pitching but i just don't like them constantly going back to the playoffs world series every year it baseball doesn't work like that you don't just keep going over and over and over you don't you don't and they've they've benefited by being the hottest team in the playoffs in the national league each time that they've gotten into the postseason i wonder if that's going to be the case again this year because maybe Atlanta, maybe somebody from the NL Central, I'll go with the Dodgers to get to the World Series, but the AL to me seems a little bit more open, and it's just because the Astros and Yankees are right there at the top. And as you pointed out, those two teams in the AL Central, like if Minnesota's bombing at that time of the year, they got a shot. They got a shot. I I wouldn't love them going into the playoffs if they were just kind of a mediocre offense, but if we see those home runs Mm -hmm. just boom, 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 That's the type of thing that I think is going to happen somewhere, whether it's the American League or the
1: National. Then Houston shuts them down. Uh, My only thing is this: we keep saying the Dodgers look like the best team, and I said this. I think somebody came back at me. Somebody came back at me when we was hosting on the score, and I said this. I can't believe in the Dodgers because when push comes to shove, at the, the top moments, they haven't done it. So, and I'll take the hit. But you're play.
2: saying to win it all, though,
1: right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. But when I'm saying winning it all, I'm, I'm talking about the NLCS and the World Series. I'm, yeah, you so win that, it all. So yeah. I think right. with them being vulnerable when it comes to big-time moments that I can't necessarily say, like, I know a Houston. Houston's not going to be scared. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the Yanks... Past history tells me the Yanks wouldn't be scared. It's a new Yanks. It's a new manager. So I have to see when they get into a serious situation. Because even though they they played... They took a series and the Red Sox took a series. I feel like since the Red Sox are down this year, it hasn't been the traditional Yankees-Red Sox series as much as what's on the line since the Red Sox aren't as close in contention right now.
0: Man, could you imagine Major League Baseball salvating over Yankees-Dodgers in the World Series? Oh, my God. That would be nice.
1: It would be nice to see. Manfred is closing the door and pulling out (laughs) all the Naughty Mags.
0: We're putting out those screens everywhere (laughs) on all the fields. and now uh, my last question for you guys the NBA released their schedules
1: on Monday and I just wanted to get your thoughts what are some of the juicy games you're looking forward to Big Whoop once they put out the, the Christmas games and the fact that I was watching the ESPN and I was like alright man yeah cause I enjoy the jump and they, they did a lot of pageantry there down there at uh, Disney World and it hit me I was like I really don't need to watch this like every team plays each other in the NBA anyway so, giving me the date, I mean, it's, I guess it's good to know if it's at the beginning of the year. Looking at, uh, make sure you check out Tony's article on 670 to score. And Tony picked a few games that he wanted to see. And I talked
2: to him Top five day. Bulls game. He
1: yeah. was talking about how the Bulls and also uh, Golden State Warriors both have weaker schedules at the beginning, allowing them to be hyped up going into the second half of the season. So, I mean, that to me is interesting, but like everybody, I already know that Anthony Davis is gonna go back to New Orleans and okay, how's that gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? Same thing with, uh, when you look at Westbrook going back to Oklahoma City, uh, also with Paul George going back to Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's cool, but it doesn't matter because it's not an issue where you know those teams. It's not even like baseball Where you're not gonna play every team in the other division, so it's important to know the schedule. It's a lot more important to know the schedule to see who's going up against each other. I already know all these teams are gonna play. Give me the day. I guess it's cool, but you gave me Christmas Day. That's the big day as far as NBA games, anyway. So to me, it was it was a lot of pumps and circumstances, but it didn't really come through.
0: Do you have like
1: one of those games though that you are looking at especially that sizzles and spices? I think if Kevin Durant wasn't injured his return to golden state will maybe be that but i I mean because so much of it is like i'm done with you like anthony davis he like it doesn't matter he left during the year basically so he he let us know what his thoughts were i'm not saying they weren't invalid if they weren't going to get it done with him on that team it seemed like and he had given them all the time he, he 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 needed to necessarily give them so, um, outside of that, I, I guess when the, and I know it's early too, Clippers playing the Lakers, but it's the NBA and you know they're going to give you the marquee matchups. So, that, I mean, that's the thing. If it was a situation where they underperform and provided marquee matchups, then I would be interested. I'm like, man, are they going to mess this up again? It was It was somewhat, it was terrible to see that the Bulls aren't on TNT this year.
2: Yeah, they got that long winning streak, too, of being on TNT, like 22 or 23 and winning And it's not streak.
1: even that as much as this is an interesting Bulls team. It's the third largest market. It doesn't have to necessarily be the players. A break from Neil and Stacey? Yeah, it doesn't have to. That's terrible. It doesn't have to necessarily <laughs> be, uh, and I do that, but it doesn't have to be a situation of the Bulls team. It can be the team that they're playing. So to find out that TNT didn't even give them that, that was kind of like, okay, what? what?
2: I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I,
1: I was really surprised by year. that.
2: Yeah, I was really surprised. Sixes, third largest market. You yeah. don't want that. I mean, but you know what though? I mean, they they stink, and they're probably not going to be that much better this year. A stadium little bit will be sold out. A little. Hmm. The stadium will be sold out. You think? You say it will be or won't be? Will be. Yeah, more than likely. More than likely. Um, listen, I I, I agree. It's it's. I mean, the NBA, everybody plays each other. So I mean, besides just having a big national games, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like to see. um uh when clay gets back i will that's when i'm really gonna start checking for the golden state Warriors. like okay because I, I have a feeling that uh draymond off his new contract and stuff and d'angelo they're gonna be able to be able to hold down uh the team they'll probably be, still be a top four team in the west uh while clay is gone so i'm really checking for them in the second half to see if they can turn it up a notch um but as far as matchups, man it's, it's the la the la teams uh that's gonna be a pretty good matchup um what i guess when like you say when anthony davis go back to new orleans but that ain't gonna be a matchup it'd be him against zion i guess but that probably won't be a game that might be a blowout you know it's 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 more so just kind of watching the entire season as a whole especially within the eastern conference not even conference the nba as a whole because it's the first time in a very long time we don't know who's gonna win and how many teams are viable to win a championship so i'm just ready for the entire season not so much particular games, Ryan. I'm just, I'm just ready for the season in a, as a whole.
1: It'll be a team from LA.
2: Be a team from LA. What? That
1: wins it. all.
2: Hmm. Lakers. Even. I think There's I put my. Two teams in the I'll, I know, but I, I get will the Clippers. My, I will put Lakers? my. No, I will put my money almost more so on the Clippers than the Lakers.
1: the Clippers, but. You're talking about still LeBron if he's healthy. Yeah, if LeBron's star, and LeBron, like that's not that that isn't a situation where the cupboard is bare. You still got Kuz. You, you got yeah, like, oh yeah, they got so it's it's not talent like, it around him. Well, the not, only thing is if Anthony Davis keeps getting injured all the time. I say that, yeah, true. But now with a superstar alongside of him, he doesn't have to. He's not think about Kevin Durant going to uh, Golden State and how his defense picked up because he didn't have to worry about his offense as much. Mm-hmm. Now, Anthony Davis, yeah, he played with DeMarcus Cousins, but that, that's not the same as playing with LeBron James. Oh, yeah. So he's never played with a player of this magnitude. That's, even though there's going to be pressure, it's going to alleviate some of the pressure because you complement each other and being players that are versatile, but you got somebody now who can get you the ball anywhere you need it. And it's also all, it's always drawing a double team, basically. Like, how many times, that brief stint with DeMarcus Cousins, but even with DeMarcus Cousins, Cousins, there's an the issue of duality. So, in some ways, even though they can play high-low, they're planning each other's space. Where him and LeBron, you don't necessarily have the same thing with LeBron basically being the point guard. So, I, I I think there's a great chance in the Lakers. And we're still talking about LeBron James, who last year is the only year out of the last eight he missed the finals. Mm-hmm. Like, and He's got a lot of rest. And now he has yes. And now he has the actual weapons. Go back to that first championship loss at back return to Cleveland. And one of the things I love that he said this, and some people took it wrong. And some people actually asked him about it this year, <clears throat> which was interesting when he said, I'd rather basically get knocked out of the playoffs at the beginning instead of going to the finals and lose and I remember saying then like I get what he's saying because going going that getting those extra games at the high level of when you enter the playoffs and then the finals is ratcheted up it's not a regular season game and he, going to put that on your, your your body and basically out of the four years you only won once that's a lot especially when you're not being necessarily rewarded going to your point of that long residue so I, I think the best, best chances we know it's not going to be an Eastern Conference team is not what that's gonna win the title, Milwaukee. And, and uh, unless Giannis learns how to shoot, it that's it. it, it doesn't matter. There was other it's teams. between
2: Milwaukee and Philadelphia,
1: yeah. But those other teams are too loaded, like Giannis can't beat LeBron and AD by himself, probably right? not. And without Brogdon, and the same could go for ya. We saw all right what Kawhi was doing against Giannis. Now you put Paul George on them too. And not to, and did we not mention the the rest of the Clippers team that's still sitting there from last year that made it to the playoffs in the West after they got
2: rid of Tobias Harris? I really like the Clippers I
1: think I, Clippers are my favorite, but I think right after them and, the, and Vegas but, is telling you is is la
2: it's but it's so deep out west man. I'm more you I'm I, you know what this is this is interesting I want to see what teams fall out the playoffs that was there last year in the West and what are the bottom four in the east? That's what I'm very interested to see. Who's going to be fighting for them last four spots, and who's like that San Antonio, who is another team, maybe Sacramento, will maybe creep up into the playoffs this year. It's the West is the West is going to be very intriguing, and I just want to see the night fight in the bottom of the it uh,
1: will be scraps in the East. But I still think and Denver,
2: answered, my sandwich, my sandwich. Yeah.
1: Denver answered some questions last year that I was concerned about in the playoffs, but also when you have the Joker and your point guard is a center, there's ways to combat that, especially when we're talking about the switch everything teams, even though LeBron's not the same defender as both LA teams are. So when you're looking at Utah and Denver being teams that are loaded with the amount of depth that they have, they Still don't have the top five players that the teams in LA have, and when you get into a uh, short series and half court, the depth definitely helps. And Both of those LA teams have a little bit of depth on them, the Clippers more necessarily than the Lakers. I still don't see those teams that are loaded in Utah, and when you're talking about Denver being about able to Portland, beat, Nork is coming back. I don't believe in them, and you know that never you think, well, wait.
2: You think, I'm not saying they're gonna win a championship. Yeah, that team's not. But they're gonna be in the playoffs. They're gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, it's gonna be nice to see. NBA. Uh, it's
1: okay. just enough. I mean, it's one of those teams that they they're there at the wrong time as far as uh, the wrong generation. And I don't even know if back in the days they could have won with that diminutive backcourt.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, we're gonna go ahead and talk some baseball with Maya Kai of Sean and Maya in the morning. All right, the N. Davis Show. Yo, what up, it's your man? J. Ella Chicago Bears DJ and you are listening to the D and Davis show. Turn it up.
1: D and Davis show and one half of Sean and Maya in the mornings. Lucky enough to join us. We have Maya Akai. Follow her at Sports Chica. Is joining us. I always say it'd be disrespectful to say she's a brilliant lady sports person, because she's just on top of all of us, actually. Yes, she is. <laughs> It'd be disrespectful to say something sexist as that, but how do you props my I'm not just saying it because you're on here. You are definitely one of the better people in sports that I've ever been around. Uh, even if your hot takes are hot takes occasionally. Role model. Hey, you well done. Yeah.
2: yeah. He actually, like, he puts on clothes dressed like you. That's how much... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something, man. Maya has been so influential in not just my career but uh, Ken's as well. So you know, saying so we gotta give gotta give props a to Maya. Standard,
1: a standard right. If we're lucky enough, occasionally to be on the score, and I still remember
2: Maya being
1: the second winner of the score contest and listening to her late Saturday nights. Uh, just to deliver that heat. I'll be sitting there at 1 a.m. in the morning, not in the streets and listen to my and be like, I, I'm that with this sister. Right All now. right. Let's get some of that heat now. All right. So listen, let's go to the north side real quick. And OK, we're sitting there and I hate to beat up the dead horse. And I feel like the low hanging fruit is always the Joe Madden contract situation. I'm usually like, oh, here we go with that. But really, one thing I want to ask you was about the narrative that I felt like perhaps was being conveyed when Joe sat there and said and, and reiterated that it wouldn't be from wins and losses implying listen I've, which he has when it comes to winning how could you sit there and tell me that I won't be back next year but I was wondering while reading the article in the trip was he trying to sit there and if he is on his way out make sure that the arrows are pointed to the front office and not necessarily pointed to him what did you think when you read the the rehashing of the Joe Madden contract situation
5: I mean, if you if you think about it, there there is you know. Remember, we we look at Joe Madden as kind of being like the mad professor, this really creative guy. He comes into Chicago, takes the team, accomplishes the goal, something that obviously had been what was 108 years in the making, yep. allegedly. Um, not just that, but having different managers come through, having talent, supporting seasons. I mean, and having like. We're talking about managers that we're talking about, you know, the Dusty Bakers and Lou Pinellas and those so on and so forth, you know, managing the team. He comes in and accomplishes the goal. And and it was a big move to bring him in. In fact, you look at Theo and Jeb and you say the fact that they so easily kind of, you know, very, very nicely got rid of the guy who they gave for one season. And I think maybe they called up. You know, Reinsdorf and asked him if he had a spot on the South Side for him. I'm not. I I think. I think part of the the breakup was, hey, look, we'll get you another gig, like right on the other side of town, so you don't even have to get new real estate. You can just go. (laughs) Conspiracy theory, totally conspiracy theory. But no, really, I actually agree with Joe Madden when he says it's about wins and it's not about wins and losses. And if you guys, if you think about this, given the success that they have, you know that they can win. There's there's no doubt. That this team, even with going through their injuries, players not maybe playing up to the level that you thought they would play to this year, they're you know they're in first place in the division. Respectfully, St. Louis has their bounce back here, and the Brewers are still contenders, so it's like a three-way race. But the expectation was always still that this was the Cubs, you know, division to lose. So to me. It isn't really about wins and losses. It's about getting to the postseason and getting another World Series. Cause ask yourself a question: If you only collect wins, but you don't get more titles, what is Joe Madden's purpose at that point anymore?
1: Mm, let me ask you this, Maya: Being that it's baseball and that we can go back to the, the 90s Braves and really in our lifetime outside of those Yankees of their the late, the, the, the late 90s, most teams aren't going to the World Series back-to-back years. So even if, and let's just say, yes, you, you definitely want a manager there, especially as highly paid as he is, to make sure you're getting to the World Series. But when you're looking at, if you look at the disappointments and the additions that they added last offseason when you're talking about Murrow, Chatwood, and also you, that's not on Joe. So Mm -hmm. if if Joe is doing his part, but the guys that are are buying the groceries are failing at their job, is it fair to say that, well, Joe's not winning World Series rings, so he's not pulling his end of the the necessarily bargain?
5: I mean, honestly, that's that's a very good point. When you look at the fact that you're right, it's hard to repeat in baseball. Um, Any given season, any team – can you know, jump up, make improvements, and be there. You can ask the Dodgers how they feel about it year in and year out, always being right there. But yet, look how committed they are to Dave Roberts, regardless to the fact that they've gotten so close to the promised land how many times over the last couple seasons, and they didn't lose faith in him. It's something interesting when you do look at the fact that Joe doesn't select who he puts on the field. But perhaps ask yourself this question. Did he do too much too soon? Mm. Is that part of the problem? Mm. That He took a team, if you think about it, that was sprinkled with veterans, but at the same time was a young team, and they go the distance. So now he has a team that isn't necessarily old or young, that has veterans, but there's experienced players. So then I do believe the expectation, you raise the bar when you exceed too quickly. Mm -hmm. And part of what may be scratching one's heads, if you look at upper management, is, is there a shelf life to any manager or any coach, period, across any sport. And that has to be the question you ask yourself. And I think part of what Joe has to answer to is, you know, the, the changes that he made last year. Now, you look at it. He wasn't necessarily enamored with his World Series staff that he had. You know, you, it'd be safe to say, you know, you go to the dance with the person who helped you become, you know, you know, prom or queen, king. That's just how it works. Instead, he made changes and got rid of individuals to bring in his guys. When he did that, it didn't quite work out the way that people thought. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a little bit of give and take on both sides of this. Ask yourself this step, question if you're a Cubs fan or not. Do you not feel there's not enough talent? Rather, by the way, you, Darvish, there was always a question mark by him. And if you don't believe me again, just go ask the Dodgers, go mm-hmm. ask the Rangers. But real talk, if, if you're a Cubs fan, without certain people, unless you lose Bryant long-term, Rizzo, Baez, so on and so forth, do you not feel there's not enough talent on this team to be World Series contenders? And I believe if you're Theo and Jeb, you feel unless you have major losses, you literally are still a World Series contender. And if Joe can't get it done with this, what more can we give you?
2: Very true, Maya. Well, let me ask you this: What do you give me a grade on his series? Nice series, his season so far, Joe Madden. How how do you think he's done so far this season?
5: You know, generally speaking, I, I can't say that I would I would give him easily like at least a B, a high B, almost a B plus, because he's had to go through injuries. You know, starting the season, he didn't have the full pitching staff. Lester wasn't you know, he was he was consistent, but not pitching at a high level. Hendrick struggled early, you know, Strope never really came back. And then he was off. Harold Edwards Jr. was still the head case that he is. You know, Bryant wasn't there. Rizzo was kind of still maybe a little absent, but through it all, they always stayed. In the mix, and now when it's the most important to play better baseball or to be able to make it through the stretch, now they've jumped to the front of the division. So for me, I give him easily a B, B plus because he's navigated injuries and used his platoon of players properly to keep the team in contention.
2: DN Davis show on allowance right now, Maya Kai. Make sure you follow Maya on Twitter at SportsChica. Chica. So let's go on the field. All right. So the Cubs right now, uh up in Philadelphia, playing against Philadelphia, but have not been the best on the road. Uh they do have a two-game series, a two-game lead game lead in the division. But just looking at the just looking at the heckle and jive kind of uh, season these guys are having, how much faith in you do you, how much faith do you have in them to finally kind of like right off uh, right up right off the ship uh, going into possibly a postseason uh, run?
5: I'll be honest. this is a season that goes from wire to wire. This is no, and this is where people kind of to me it's a dangerous thought to say you believe a team can win because of what's on the roster. like for instance, you, you saw Milwaukees had their struggles, but they're still there. I kept telling people this will be St. Louis has probably bounced back here. They made some great acquisitions in the offseason, and now they're competitive right back in the mix. The one thing I had said religiously and consistently about the Cubs is that if they win the division this year, it will be the most impressive I will be with them because they won it in the face of adversity of having to battle through their division consistently, not to mention playing outside of it. So you're right. It's been very Jekyll and Hyde. But the bottom line is, can you get Jekyll to come out when it's not appropriate for Mr. Hyde to be there? Mm-hmm. That's just what it comes down to because the, they're very different in what they bring. And they and, and the stretch of the season, you want to be a bit more Jekyll and be in beast mode, the one that can step up and be aggressive and not so reserved. And that's going to be their challenge. And, you know, if you look at series like against teams that are struggling like Philadelphia and you see them struggle, and you're right, road games are probably their Achilles heel they're going to have to figure out a way to do better in the stretch, especially if you look at the second half of their schedule.
1: Dean Davis on the line right now. We have Maya Akai, co-host of Sean and Maya in the morning. Make sure you download the Sean and Maya app. You can also check them out at facebook.com slash Sean and Maya and on logicradio.com. Maya, let me ask you this. With the additions that the Cubs have made, uh, have you liked the additions that they've made since the uh, trade deadline and also some of the pickups like LaCroix, or do you feel like the, uh, the front office didn't do enough with uh quote unquote, being hamstrung with a budget and whatnot?
5: I mean, it's at the end of the day, you have to believe that they still have faith in their core. Obviously the injury part of it is what makes it, makes it difficult. I mean, I would say Pitching is something that you needed to show up, so I didn't have a I didn't have an issue with Kimbrough, but I can't say that I've been extremely impressed mm. at this moment. You know, when they brought him on board, and then, like I said, it's the injury issues they're dealing with. So, given what's out there in free agency, is there anything they really could have honestly added that was going to be the X factor? Because ask yourself the question: Do you not feel they already have an X factor on their team? At least I mean, two. I mean, they're a team that if you think about it from a standpoint of utility players and platoons, I mean, they're pretty well rounded. It's about getting consistency, which has been their biggest struggle as well. Road games and being consistent behind, you know, at the plate on the mound. That has been their biggest issue throughout the duration of the season. So I don't know that I look at free agency as their answer, because if you think about it, their answers were already there. They have to figure out a way how to produce consistently.
1: Speaking about road games, when it comes to pitching in the NF Central away, the Cubs have basically sucked. I think their ERA may be around seven. What I mean, what can they honestly do? I know it's hard asking you that question, but being a former athlete, what ways can they get outside of their head to perhaps get this turned around to take on the rest of the teams they have remaining in the NF Central on their schedule?
5: You know, it's interesting, and even and from, from a psychological standpoint, because that's kind of like my second forte there, it's it's the kind of thing, if you notice, what's different about this year, and maybe even last year, versus any other Cubs team, they have forgotten how to enjoy playing baseball, mm. because the expectations are so high now. Notice, if you look at the White Sox, they are god-awful, but they're having fun doing it. Yeah. because. There is no expectation. Remember early on with Joe, it was like he could find ways to make it fun, make it interesting, keep them motivated. Well, now the ante has been raised. The expectations are so much higher, not just for him, but for them. You're talking about major contracts that are coming up. There's a lot of different things rolling around for this organization. I think the reason they struggle to a degree is because they're so mentally into the game and meeting the expectation. How can it really be fun anymore, even though they know they're a talented team?
1: Maya, look, I want to go to the south side because you bring it up as far as the mental aspect. When you heard what uh, Lucas Giolito did in the offseason to kind of gain more focus, did you did you did you think that it was practical and it would work because you had already heard of athletes making this adjustment? And is it something that most athletes can do? Is it something that really may only just help someone yeah. like Lucas?
5: OK, I'm going to tell you what's really funny. I'm probably the one one Sox fan you can find in Chicago who is not – I'm not enamored with Lucas Giolito. Oh, not. no,
2: you're not. That would be me too, Maya. I'm
5: going to tell you why I'm not. So you've been pitching a good portion of your life, and all of a sudden you just forget how to do it. That, that's interesting to me. So you go off to Seattle to drive line. Uh, it's okay because you're like, I got to go find – I got to go find my mojo again. I've forgotten how to do this. Whatever. I can't speak to it because I'm not a pitcher. But things happen. Mechanics can get out of whack, you know, whatever the case may be. He comes back, doesn't really wow us in spring training. All of a sudden, he finds a little bit of this rhythm a couple months ago, and everybody falls in love with him. And I said, Let me tell you something. Let me see Giolito pitching like that in August and September, and I'll tell you if I'm a buy in. I'm not overly impressed at this point. So he had a big run, he found it. But what matters the most is do you want spotty brilliance? Or do you want consistency? I'd rather have a guy who's a hard worker, has good stuff that's consistent and can get the win, than somebody who has blow-me-away stuff, but all of a sudden can maybe only give you mm, three or four innings or gives up so much that the team has to battle to get back in the mix. I'm one of the few people, I'm not quite there with Giolito yet. I don't know that I will be. And here's what I tell myself about Giolito and Lopez. The White Sox didn't give up a thing. Literally to acquire them. So if they don't, if they don't pan out, thank you, the Eden Trade. If they don't pan out, guess what? I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Oh, well. They didn't give up a damn thing. In fact, they managed to get get rid of something and got them too. Listen. So if they don't pan out for me, it doesn't matter. Now, when you talk about Montara, you talk about Copac. That's a different story, right? Because something was given up to get them, and the return on investment has to be way higher. the The Sox were hoping that Giolito, Because he came with such a high regard and being a high prospect. And by the way, made decent money, even in the minors, that he was going to be this, you know, starting pitcher. I'm just not there believing that he's everything that people think that he is. That's just me. Preach! Preach!
1: Yeah, Dee's with you. I'm, I'm, I'm sold on him. I don't know if he's an ace. As lately, I've been wondering if perhaps he's a, a solid two. Uh, but it's funny you bring up him and Ronaldo Lopez. And Ronaldo Lopez has been forming well again after the All-Star break. And going at the end of last year, out of him and Lucas Giolito, he was my man. And he struggled this year. All right, if Ronaldo Lopez finishes out the remainder of this season strong, would you have more of an affinity for him because of what he did last year towards the end of the year, then Lucas Giolito. And how do you place both of them with their performances as Sox pitcher so far into their career?
5: I mean, you know, I always tell people, maybe I'm just jaded short, just a short fuse with people. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's just what it is when it comes to pitchers that happens to be like, if any position I have a love affair with is pitching and there's something, this is just how I feel. I feel like you know when a pitcher got it and when he don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say this from a major league level. I'm To be honest, I'm not overly impressed with Dylan Cease either. Yeah. Now People keep telling me I'm asking for too much. I said, but I'm going to tell you something. Here's what's weird about it. You look at someone like the minute I saw Chris Sale, I was like, that's magic. Mm. I knew it. You could see it. Even though it wasn't, you could see his struggles. Location wasn't always there. Maybe velocity was off. But the minute he stepped on the mound in the bigs, He was ready to perform. You can say the same thing about Kopech. Works well under pressure, even though he didn't have a a great run because he kept getting rained out consistently Mm -hmm. and then he got injured. There was something about him from a mental standpoint that impressed me. It's interesting. I don't look at Giolito that way. I don't look at Lopez. You're you're gracious to make them a two. They would be on the back end of a bus. No, my rotation. Seriously. I'm just not overly impressed. Here's my thing. I feel we can do better. Okay. So I'm not willing to settle for this is the best there is because look around the league at young arms. This is, doesn't have to be the best. So my thing is don't get so enamored. Don't believe the hype so much and just settle because we're being told what he can be. Is the proof in the pudding? Is it?
2: It depends the, on the pudding. Yeah. yeah.
5: Chocolate pudding I, or
2: vanilla pudding? But a scott. <laughs> 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 d and davis show on the line was right now Maya Kai. make sure you follow my on twitter at the sports chica uh so let me ask you this you, you mentioned before that you think well not think that they are the, the socks are playing god awful but throughout this season and yet you had your highs you have your lows would you deem this season as a success though based off of last season and where they have
5: grown jesus that's like asking somebody it's like make an assessment of awful to bad I mean, and that's the thing about—see, that's what I'm concerned about with with Sox fans. Okay. Have we gotten so used to being bad that we'll take below average yeah. and barely mediocre and think that it's good? Well, how about it's a, a process? It's
2: a process, Mike.
5: No, no. I, I, I get the whole Joel Embiid. It's the process thing. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But here's, but here's the thing about it. Remember when Pocota came out and they said they only gave maybe, I think, the White Sox to be like, what was it, 72 games and— 90, something like that, and people like scoffed at that, they're like, you're barely giving them more than 500 wins, and I looked at it and I said, not to be strange about this, why would you think if they could be at least a 500 team, and how many games are left in the season, we're talking about what, like 64 games something, to take, like that. Something, something like that, okay now, unfortunately, if you go look at the rest of their their, their roster, they're playing some teams that are in the mix, so they, they have to go look at um, Astros a couple times, um who else is in there? That's um, Cleveland, unfortunately, too many times. Twins. I mean, teams that are in the hunt that are, that are going to be hungry to make the postseason. So for them, it's not like it's not feasible that they cannot be a 500 team. That would be an improvement to me. But at the same time, I still see a lot of things that are kind of woeful. To me, there has been no clear answer to the pitching situation in Chicago on the south side. Now, from an offensive standpoint, progress is trending upwards, you know, Tim Anderson is just nothing short of amazing, Mm -hmm. and he makes the team fun to watch. In fact, I think when he's not on the field, they seem to lose a bit of their intensity. Mokadis is playing at that level. You know, Eloy Jimenez has been there. We still have some other pieces. So what do you talk about from an offensive standpoint? I don't worry about that when you talk about them being able to score. But their Achilles heel is the pitching, and I'm going to tell you this. If this is the way the recon is going to go, trying to make everything young, I disagree with it. Somewhere there needs to be good veterans. And by the way, good veterans were not Santana and Nova. That's a joke. Yes. And he knew that was a joke. But that was a placeholder and it was cheap. To me, you should have been looking to go get someone like Keiko, somebody else that can maybe be there with you for two or three seasons that knows how to put a W in the win column. Because losing can be just as contagious as winning. Mm. Their issue is still going to be pitching. So ask yourself this question, guys. If this looks the same come next year when everybody's up because they're all too young and there's no experience, but they can score, but they lose the game because they have no pitching. How long are you going to be okay with that? Yeah.
2: No, very true. I mean, I, I've I've said that a thousand times too, uh, and I, I mean anybody been watching this uh, team this season, the pitching definitely is the Achilles' heel. So you broke up a few names, but look at to next, next season because that's what we have to look forward to in the South Side. So what do you what would what would you like to see Raycon Raycon do? Who would you like to see him go after? Right, would it be like Sean and he go after Garrett Cole?
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Here's the problem. And if you've been noticing this trend in Major League Baseball, a lot of teams are going ahead and locking up their quality talent. Oh, they don't yeah. have to go into free agency, not to mention down the road. You know, you've got arbitration and CBA's coming up and there's going to be some sticking points. God forget if there's ever another work stoppage in baseball. I don't think it can take it as a sport. But there are some legitimate points of contention that have to be negotiated in the next agreement. But notice anybody with a good arm probably won't be available when the Sox go looking. So then what's the question going to be? You have to find a balance. You know, I told somebody as much as Kenny Williams wasn't my cup of tea, Rick Hahn is almost a little too conservative. I need a hybrid. I need a Kenny-Rick Hahn hybrid. I need somebody who has the desire to want to see the team perform and win now, but gets the longevity of building the team. So here's the thing. If there was a pitcher on the mound that could put up wins and look good and it was exciting, You know what? If the team was a little under 500 or 500, I'd be like, but they're trending in the right direction. Pitching is not easy to fix. That's my concern. And if it's homegrown, you know, there was a guy on our show once, and God forbid, I always forget his name, but he said something brilliant about minor league prospects. He's like, do you realize less than 5% across MLB ever matriculate to being quality players at the starting level? So there's a cautionary tale about thinking everything about your team can be homegrown. Mm in some parts the pitching needs to be balanced between young arms which by the way you can be working through the bullpen and other ways not just throwing them on the mound but also getting veterans look what veterans have done for the cubs when it's all said and done
2: yeah no doubt and it's 43 games left uh for the 43. season uh See, but no,
5: hey no. How much I've checked out on it. <laughs> I was about to get them, I was getting them extra time to make them ground just cuz I was tired of
2: watching it. Yeah, yeah, from the picture like you had a pretty good time out there. Maya. You, but you you de, uh, you deserve it uh most definitely. Uh but no, I agree with you. You definitely need that balance and hopefully with that money they was going to give the Manny, they can go out there and give it to somebody, but the question is who are they going to give it she to just you? Told us you nobody's yeah, you right it. about that. No, you right about that. Damn it. Yeah.
5: Thanks you for know, bringing us down,
2: Maya. Great job. <laughs>
5: Yeah, the question is, are you going to be enticing enough for anybody want to come here? Exactly. That's the other thing. You know?
2: hey, r- I don't know. Uh, hey, Maya, real quick, how impressed are you with Cleveland? The, the simple fact they came back and they caught uh, and passed Minnesota.
5: You know what? I'm going to tell you. See, this is where you can never under underthink about having a quality manager. Who's Cleveland's manager?
2: Uh, that would be uh, Tito. Frank- Cheeto, Tito, yeah, Francona.
5: Tito. Now, what does that tell you? Yeah, There's, That's why you could never underestimate having – a quality manager. The minute that Francona stepped into Cleveland in one season, they turned into being making a race pretty much for the World Series. So to me, you can never forsake how a good manager makes a difference. And when you look at Cleveland's roster, are you overly impressed with it? Would you look at it and want to say it's one of the top you know, rosters in MLB? Not necessarily. But it's having a manager that knows how to work with what he has. This kind of mirrors that whole Joe Madden conversation. Imagine what Frankona could do if he was in Chicago. I don't know. Let me, stop, like, let me stop like, making waves with people because tough fans might get mad when I say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Maya, we always enjoy it. I, I plan on in a week or so to get back on with Sean. He's been doing a great job holding it down while you're getting your 18th <laughs> doctorate and becoming the one that controls absolutely. everything. He's been doing a great job. Make sure everybody checks out Sean and Maya in the morning. Again, you can go to uh, www.facebook.com slash You can also download the app, and if you have Logic, you can hear them all the time, especially yes, Sean yes. right now, but she'll be back, and it's one of the best shows. Two of the better people here. Sean was on Sports Feed this past Sunday, did a great job. Yep. Always look forward to it and always appreciate it.
5: Yes, yes, yes. Always good stuff. Sports Feed's a good time, always.
2: All right. Hey, Maya, thanks for hopping on with us, no doubt.
5: All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
2: All right, that was Maya Kai. Make sure you follow Maya on Twitter at the TheSportsChica. All right, let's go ahead and close up this shop, all right? Dave show.
1: What's up, Chicago? This is Chris Sosa from Red Eye, and you're listening to the Dean Davis Show. Dean Davis, last segment. Great show. Shout out to Maya and shout out to CJ. Uh, Got a couple things that I need to get off my chest, D. All right, what you got? The first is I don't need to know who else is coming back to do Coming to America Part Two. Why? Because this is momentous. This is cinema, man.
2: Uh, What are you talking about? Okay, okay,
1: Sherry Headley. Yes, used to be on a uh, uh, all my children. She played a cop named Mimi, or yeah, I think she was a cop. She was the name Mimi. Uh, She's also married to play from Kid and Play, the love interest of Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. Mm -hmm. They announced that she's returning.
2: She's my queen to be
1: D. You know what's even worse? What? They announced that guy's return.
2: Everybody got to come back. Yeah.
1: What the F were they doing? What do you mean what they were doing? Nothing. So, of course, like, they not working like the, the, on what various Cotwell's new traveling show maybe he mama was- stop talking that ish like I, <laughs> dude they're not doing I bet they'll be back the but, only person doing anything is James Earl Jones nobody else is doing anything to the point where I'm like they don't want to come back well,
2: Arsenio Hall could have been busy
1: you, doing what? You don't know.
2: You don't. know. <laughs> have a show anymore. You don't. You don't know. I'm
1: just. so no, I, I
2: know. I, I understand where you coming from. I, I mean, said, but, but Sherry. This, Hanley, I this, this like, is a big. This is a play's big. His wife had. She was busy. Maybe she was on a road doing a play. Yeah, and do? guess what they called and said, they're going to
1: do your biggest movie ever. You want in. And she was like, no, because Ladarius Caldwell told me if I miss this $50, he's not going to let me back on to the damn tour. Uh,
2: is, uh, what's your name coming back? The father? Um, yes,
1: Ar- Ar- Amos is back. Yeah, John Amos. Yes, yes, he's uh, back. What was he doing? I don't know signing the, going to old uh, good times card signing conventions and these actors better be happy
0: because um, Top, Top Gun they didn't even ask the main female lead to come back they didn't even really? ask her what was he gonna do with
1: her yeah exactly well it's Sex important. in the Ages and it was like, I mean but think about it hey, It gonna work you listen Tom Cruise was like took one look at it and was like mm-hmm, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> But this
2: is a big Where's thing. Eddie Murphy?
1: Why isn't he saying that? But this is
2: a big thing when it comes to this movie to try to get this cast back. They've been talking about making Coming to America 2
1: forever. Which is bad. That means they probably forever. shouldn't make it.
2: They well, I don't have mess up. They don't I was, have original ideas in Hollywood anymore. True facts. That's true. That's true. I mean, but well, listen, Coming to America is one of the funniest movies of all time. It's, it's up there. It's definitely up there. Especially for us blacks. Yes. I know the whites loved it, too.
1: Even yeah, though they didn't appreciate Hall of movie. Night's. Yes, Harlem Nights is outstanding. White people hate Harlem. See, why people wouldn't Harlem Nights thinking they were getting another Coming to America? Nah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was somebody Shot my pinky. Exactly. This is going to be a little <laughs> bit more hood than that. Especially when you look <laughs> at the comedians, the type of blue comedians that were in mm-hmm. there, legends, and Red Fox and also Richard Pryor.
2: Well, he Snipes is going to be a part of this. He's been having a little resurgence whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. in, in uh, Coming to America too. you talking yeah. about Dolomite Coming to America. He's going
1: to be in both. He's going yeah. to be in both. Yeah. So uh, switching off to Dolomite. Oh, I can't
2: wait for this. What? Yes. You you didn't like Dolomite No. up? No. Oh <laughs> <man>, you crazy. <laughs> A cloud. I love Dolomite. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I <laughs> love Dolomite. I like the Mac. Real pimping. But this was a this is what the, what's the satire. No, no. The, yeah. you, you didn't like the uh, exploitation movies? The, the, the satire version
1: of them? Actually, I never understood why we championed something labeled as black exploitation movies. I always it found was that kind the of. just genre odd. of the time.
2: Yeah, I always found that kind but of. A lot odd. of the movies, they wouldn't let us in, so we made our own movies. And then some of them were really bad
1: outside of the Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, someone was, and dolomite is one of them. Man, I love Dole- now. This is about the. This is the interesting part. This is the story, though, behind him, Rudy. Uh, a, yeah, Rudy, Raym- Moore, Rudy Raymore. Rudy Raymore. Rudy Raymore Ray creating dolomite. Yes, which di- I can't say that's interesting. Yeah. But I saw, um, I saw uh, I saw Professor Moore It's a dude that we have on the show that I follow on Twitter, and we kind of go back and forth. uh real type Shaka. Bro. Nah. No, shout out to Shaka. Yeah, shout out to Shaka. But um, uh, Professor Moore or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he was like, oh man, it's going to be good seeing uh, Eddie Murphy play Eddie Murphy doing Dolomite." And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Even when you look at the commercials, it's like, he's just been Eddie Murphy in that role. I love the fact Eddie Murphy is back, so mm-hmm. I would watch it. If doing it was, a lot. If it was in the movie, this is a Netflix though. It's both. It's going to be in the movie theater? Yeah. Because so the, there's not a chance I'm going to the show to see it.
2: No, and also, too, I don't know if enough people really know about Dolomite. They should. They should. I don't know if people, enough people probably know about Dolomite to, be, to make it, you know what I'm saying, be a box office hit in the theaters. Now, this is just like the movie, uh, the, not nah, about to say The Godfather, The Irishman. That's another movie. So, or it was like the, um... The movie that won, oh, it was in black and white. It was the the uh, uh, Spanish. It was in Mexico last year. Roma, that was in theaters as well. So Netflix, these movies go to the theaters for like maybe a month, maybe not yeah, even. Yeah, they get that. like a early like a release, right? Yeah, like two weeks, and then they go to Netflix. So they, so they, it's enough time so they be up for the awards. So the Oscars and the it's enough time for the. Oh don't be worry. There. this is again the Oscar? Who, don't, mate? Uh-huh. No, it probably won't. It definitely won't. It probably won't. But All of it's a for, comedy already
1: has like no chance. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to though. But Wesley Snipes seems funny in it. Yeah. I'm always there for Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking at a little bit of Get Up on ESPN, uh, Jalen Rose at the end of the show, they talked about this 10K fantasy football league he was in. He mentioned some of the people that were in there. He mentioned that uh, LeBron was in it and left. He was partners with Reggie. Maverick Carter was in it. I don't know if he still is. He may still be in it. He said Kevin Durant was in it, got mad and left.
2: Damn, how you sounds
1: about out? right. That's what that someone else said. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, it's true. Uh he also how you leave. Forget who else. I'm out. Forget who else. <laughs> I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah, forget who else he was <laughs> in it.
2: You know who but I am, right?
1: <laughs> he said it's 10K to get up in it. 10,000? I wonder what payouts are like. Ooh.
2: How many teams typically? 10 it's, to 12? Now right? he
1: said some of these guys are on the same team. I wonder. How many people are in these are in these leagues? Because at a certain point, there's nobody in the waiver wire. If you got it like 20 people, or any uses what 16? What's, what's the highest use? I thought
2: it was 12. Jeez. No, yeah. you can go above I mean, you get 14. You can
1: go like,
0: yeah, you need probably 16. I would think. Yeah, that's what says. You need like an even, even number. number,
1: unless you have buys. But uh so listen, I I would love to be in a financial situation where I could gamble. That amu- that amount, dude. Do you know how or serious be Kevin Durant just leave? Do you know how serious my fantasy gang would have to be? I don't care if I'm rich. I dropped 10k. I'm coming for your neck. I'm coming for y'all neck this year, regardless. And it's forty dollars. <laughs> who won last year? Actually, forty five. I'm raising that little.
2: Yeah, who won last year? Was it Sydney or is that two years? No, ago? I made some money. I don't think I won, but I think I came in second. Yeager place. was up there. I know I won some money though. Who did I give money to? Gave money to you. Yeah, I think I came in second did place. Did Joe win? No. I don't know. I can't remember. You know what? I'm. Go. I, you know what, man? My love of fantasy football is, you know. I introduced him to fantasy football, and then my love died. Maddie introduced me to fantasy football. No, I did. It was me. It was, it was <laughs> Who was my, the commissioner uh, of that league? It was me. Who was the commissioner? I don't know. Maddie was. I don't know. But I know I exactly was like. Exactly, because
1: I know <laughs> Mr. Forgetful D did not do that.
2: <laughs> but my love, I, mean, I had been playing fantasy football. Sports, period. Baseball, basketball, football. It's down. Are you spicing it up with that survivor pool game? Where you go like, uh, you pick a team and then you can't pick them again? I like that more. I like that one a lot, too. I like that more than fantasy football. I like the survivor pool. I like that more. Yes, We should do both this year. I'll do it. Oh, oh see and don't want to do that. Well, I'm, actually like pulling back.
1: I'm pulling back from something. I'm getting out of a league.
2: Which one are you getting out of?
1: I'm getting out of the one that CGI was in when you have to every week rank your strongest and weakest game. Oh, okay. It's times I've been as high as seven, but I usually finish in the teens, and there's just no reason for me to donate that money. So I'm pulling back. It's like why well, I'm, I'm i need less anyway. I'm, in, I'm probably in two fantasies and then my uh big league pick 'em. You ain't getting out of that one no but a lot of people in Josh's family are jumping out and if the numbers actually I need a couple of y'all to jump in there and put this 170 down hey Ryan there you go okay I've got you, there you no, go. no 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 <laughs> oh no you in it now nah. that's it's <laughs> like an auction you bought got that guy. <laughs> I saw that hand. you bought that but so the glimmer uh, of the waves I'm trying to I'm trying to get out of it I'm trying to, I hate getting to Thursdays and I got to run home get my kids because that's the late day make sure my team is set even when I start to do it earlier and there's always that one day you 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 just skip You actually Oh man I thought I was gonna get back To my my, my phone or whatever So that's my only Issue as far as Not wanting to be In a a new league
2: What if you was so rich And you was in This this $10,000 league And you just auto draft (laughs) You could do That's that's rich But see man You auto drafting Isn't a a terrible idea I think I did last year
0: now in this league is and i it, want some money is it all celebrities in this league or are there no, civilians sure it's, it's
2: people with money yeah
0: because I if i had money and i was a civilian oh i'd be trash talking kd and some of these others i'd be trying to get them to quit
2: i know who you are your name is quitter <laughs> <laughs> that's your name your mama named you quitter <laughs> way to ruin the nba
0: jerk right, real quick
1: <laughs> Real quick, Joe won last year. Okay, all right. And I believe Anthony came in second. I got some money though. What we'll place? You up. came in third. Okay, okay. That's what happened. And who Josh. Was, you Josh, say did you say Anthony?
2: Player. You mean Tony?
1: It's <laughs> Anthony in here.
5: I say, like, who the hell is
1: Anthony? It's I was thinking the same thing. It's Anthony. He's he's winning money. He's he's his official name when he winning his money. <laughs> hey guy, you gonna get into some gambling? Cause actually, all right, let's got another discussion. I got a discussion for y'all. All right, I'm gonna put this out. To the members of the, the, the new member, if just in case, because we're going to have a slot open anyway, but I got a slot I may give to you. What are we going to do about Kyle?
2: Is he going to play? Is he not playing? This is the thing.
1: Kyle Welch on is, his, his payment last year.
2: Ooh.
1: Whoa. Yeah, I had to go. So actually, I keep extra money for every year because that way I can come up with creative ways to make sure everyone gets paid or whatever. That's why we have the $5 for who had the highest points during the week to keep incentives for people to play throughout the remainder of the season. We also give money for best record, things that don't just have to do with how you end at the end of the year. Usually, a lot of people end up with at least $5 in their pocket out of that money that they spent. That means. Oh, well, you got to do better. <laughs> but um, Kyle Welched, all right? Mm. He, was, he was going through some hard times. Don't diss
2: my mans. You done threw throw it out there. I know, right? Damn, you done threw him out there. Get your ass under the bus. I'm so sorry, everybody. Do not drive over him. Should, should don't do that to him. And the, the thing is, look, Cal down there.
1: Cal may not want to come back. Kill him, a right?
2: cousin, especially after this. I know, right?
1: I'm sure Cal's not coming. <laughs> Get a text message. You I gotta, gotta put me out there like I that. I gotta forget you gotta, gotta, You can forget me. I got an FU kid coming my way. I love him. I love my love him. Should and that's so what I was thinking. If Kyle wants to return, should he have to pay last year's fee? He's got to pay something extra. All right, oh, he ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I know my blood.
0: Uh, so I know he might. He there's got to be some kind of penalty.
1: It has to be a penalty. What
2: especially? place did he come in last year? It doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wait, curious. Really? Wait, I'm wait, curious. Okay. I'm wait. curious.
1: Actually, since I have the totals, up, yeah, Kyle didn't win nothing. Damn, that's what like me. Your cousin does but you paid. <laughs> you paid. I got good white money in this. <laughs> uh, did you get another white guy? <laughs> I keep white I keep white
0: guys Because you're not getting good white money from me. Wait a minute, did Jason, that. did Jason
1: play last year? No, Jason... Jason was gone. But Jason jumped out. Jason knew when he wasn't going to have that cash and jumped out two years ago. Like, nah, that's not fitting the Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I knew he played with us, though. Oh, but yeah, we had, just to give you the count, since... You wanna be a racist. Who? Nobody. <laughs> we had uh, Ryan. Right. Josh mm-hmm. Keith. And then honorary Sidney. Keith? That's Tony's boy as far oh. as the, So that's Oh, Keith. Three and a I half. We called him Kevin. Sidney, yeah, <laughs> all the time. I call him Kevin every time I saw. Him. In, oh, Kevin, including Sid. That's three and a half. Oh white my guys. goodness! Don't you do that. To- oh, we- no, 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 no! You're
0: misconstruing what I said. I'm saying this white guy doesn't have good money. So, so that's what I'm saying. I think he's saying he's
2: not. Are you
0: playing? Oh, I'm playing. Oh, okay. but you're not getting good money from me. Nope. It's dirty. <laughs> I
1: don't need your coke blood, buddy. All right. Oh, he's still his. Don't blow me Like this shit smell Peruvian.
0: Well, would you rather me be Kyle and not pay?
2: You're right. Give me that. <laughs> you were facts, facts. Okay, and remember this, everybody. This does th- this does tie to sports. Um, we have to talk about this on the flip. I want to see if Sydney's invitation that he sent out on Twitter, if it came to fruition. What's the invitation? You didn't see this? Run it. Oh, Sydney uh, sent out a tweet. Said, uh, "Attention, all female White Sox fans. I have an extra ticket." That's what
1: that thing said? Yeah. I didn't know
2: it was pointed to a specific sex. I thought he's just saying. Oh, on, on man. We're talking about Sydney Brown. Oh, Sydney, damn. damn. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about this. We got to talk about it Saturday. Uh, on, uh, we got to talk about it on the flip. Oh, damn. Why are you damning him? Just the thirst. Hey, man. He put out an invitation. Desert. He said, ladies, I have an extra
1: ticket. Desert <laughs> thirst.
0: <laughs> there was some thirst. Come on. <laughs> Let's be honest.
2: Aqua. <laughs>
1: I, didn't listen. I, the oasis of I just want to know, I just games. want to know. I just want to know what happened. I thought he said, "Hey, everybody, I got an extra ticket." D mm-hmm. no. is correct. I'm no. I'm, I'm taking it as he's correct. I'm just telling you. I glanced over and I kept it moving. I didn't read. I didn't read enough. Dillinger enough to see that he was trying to get laid.
2: Why you think he just wanted to have a lady on his arm to go to the White Sox game? Why you got to put them? Why you got to see all this? We got a brother bunker coming. <laughs> Horny Sid Why you gotta say all that? That's all I wanna know <laughs> Why
1: keep, you have wait, to say D, all that? D, keep your wife away from him,
2: Sid Infamously i am still. I'm, I want you I like you I'ma take, I'm, I'm, I'm take you if what, I, what did I say? He gonna be Negan? If it ever come down <laughs> to? We're today He is Negan Sid and his harem of white women <laughs> <laughs> Sid, Attention Oh this is, in, this is in caps All caps Attention all female White Sox fans
1: That even sounds sexist Female You know they don't like it When you say that So he's gonna say "Female." Saying, I lady? got a cousin He said he'd be like Yeah man she." You know how the female. i like, damn That shit burned my ears She's Sexist
2: I have one ticket for this Sunday's game versus Oakland at one ten in section one fifty six DME. If you're interested in attending the game, thanks. Very innocent. Let me see that. He just threw it out there. He said, "Hey, ladies, I got an extra ticket." But we need an update for sure this oh, Saturday. Get an update. Oh, we going to find out. So who I, I want to see the DMs? I want to see it all because you know what he listen. I will say this: I will give props to Sydney. He has been outstanding this White Sox season.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: trying to make a point here. I'm not even gonna sit here and say. What, what I, your
1: search history and Twitter has that pops up <laughs> oh.
2: as soon as I? Hit oh my the God! Earth. Let me see. Damn, son! How'd you get to this? Well, I just hit the damn. Uh, what's the name? Glass to look up. Sydney. Oh, you what? know how? You know how? Uh-huh. Our group chat, not our group chat. I know
1: it's not our group. No,
2: chat. our group chat. Our group me chat mm. is filthy. Yeah. So oh, you click on one, you get to everything. <laughs> you get to everything. No, I was damn. my Damn. <laughs> I'm Jesus. talking about the first three. <laughs> yes, you took Ken off Sydney. Whoa! <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to see the one I got a little bit earlier? I don't even know, man. A little, <laughs> let me see the thing before you get lustful
1: up in here. <laughs> <laughs> sexual desire? No,
2: I'm telling you, man, before I, it turns I, into the flood, uh, group chat is crazy. Oh, uh, not this one though. The other one. I oh, went to your group chat. Okay, let me see. Oh
1: my God, that's the top. That's the picture. Let me see. What are you talking The man formally of Regal, and it's that's the picture y'all use as a thing oh, y'all love That's it? uh this is disrespectful. You wanna see him blowing up? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. I need to this show needs to come to an end. I gotta go.
2: You wanna see it? Hey, I didn't put I didn't make this. I didn't make it. Still good. I didn't make it. Ooh. I didn't, I didn't make it. You make sure you blur that out on that camera there, well, guy. <laughs> I forgot guy was there.
1: what <laughs> you're showing
2: guy got covered his eyes for a second.
1: Going to Gil Church. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: Inflame. my baby. Inflamed. <laughs> I
1: told you, Tony. Got mother come running across with Tony from the church.
2: <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Need them sinful boys alone. Wow. No, I was trying to make a point wow. about Sydney He has been great this White Sox season yes, as was. far as uh, the tweets and everything. So, And that was just to get laid. He's like,
1: boy, I'm going to wind this down to the end when I'm I go for that, that poon at it. Ooh, man. I'm trying to be a good They point. don't even figure out. I'm Only a few weeks left. That's I'm saying. man, they don't even understand what I'm leading up to. <laughs> hey, man, you want some of this popcorn? Come on, dig up in there. <laughs> 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 Sydney Brown.
2: <laughs> it strikes again.
0: Oh. Worst <laughs> said, he has the
2: defend himself. <laughs> I was trying to make a good point and you took us down this road no this is all you (laughs) this is all
6: me
1: why you are kept around you are just a bag of tricks just waiting to open it up Just open D up let's get these jokes going Let's get these jokes. Get These jokes. I right. I didn't even look. I was, I, Sydney's what jokes page, was I making? Sydney's timeline leaves. What jokes I, was hit I making? The hourglass and into a
2: whole different world on Sydney's uh, Twitter. No, no, on your search. Oh, I told you, man. The group chat is crazy.
1: I mean, everybody seemed like they on the chat with they meet having. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know what type of chat that is. Oh no, man. You see something, you throw it in and you walk away. I think nah. they have theaters like that. I'm saying. <laughs> do they still I'm saying. What are you Goodness talking God. about sitting in like that? Oh man. Oh, I'm trying to say do we gotta get a, we gotta get an update or recap or see if how stuff did... we Merman, do pop. need a recap. <laughs> oh no, I can tell you something. I can show you something else Oh uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good no 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 it wasn't bad though no no it wasn't bad it was just the fact we had to we had to tell somebody make sure you get rid of that that's all we got
1: oh lord i really don't please make sure it don't hit my phone (laughs) cream or pill especially after we talked to cj today we know the feds is watching (laughs) i i want to have cj like let's look into the sydney brown (laughs) look into that upper right pocket there young man yeah that's all you Oh, man. <laughs> the upper right breast pocket. Oh, man. CJ oh. was dropping all types of facts today on the show. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That dude with those clothes over there, he been, that dude was doing something he had no business to do. I
2: doing. told him, I'll get you a shirt or, or pants. That's it. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, yeah. Um,
0: Tune yeah, into the flip this weekend to find oh, out man. the rest of the And sitting. also,
2: too, it sounds like I'm going to have a room full of fellas down here this weekend. Oh, yeah, we Is Melvin
1: out. home? Oh, yeah,
2: he it's, calling. He's coming in. For oh,
1: Lord. Even I don't be. think do will know. Just, he, it can be can catch out the back on that. It's going to be, be
2: Sasha's fresh down here.
1: Yeah. And because well, we got to bring it better with uh, the yeah. score offense. Well, I don't know if the score going to get anything off this one. Oh, they're going to get some, some heat. We need a real flip. I got on Tony about some of that stuff today. One, I can't curse as much. Yeah. That's one
2: that was just weird. Felt good. I mean, it sounded good, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, we done went we didn't went to both extremes. Very professional and very flippish. Trucker. Yeah, very flippish yeah. on the scores. So I I felt kinda good about that.
1: Yeah. And the
2: resets But Ken was just dropping MFs left and right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that
1: was that was a bit more
2: Mother like It
1: was what came out of nowhere. I was like <laughs> <laughs> Just said it. <laughs> it was I was like just <laughs> I was sitting at my desk like It's like a kid learning how to swear, like, oh, I can say this whenever
2: I want. Oh, man, that was was good. It It
1: was was good, though, man. It has to be better. Also, we want to give you, people that listen to the Flip, you know, the quality of the laughs that we usually provide. That's what we want to make sure we bring. Uh, The the segment that played on the score was about mellow, uh, which we had as little funny moments, but it was more of a sports side, even though it was Flip. Hopefully, we can encapsulate more of the hilarity. That we hope to provide all our listeners with, yeah, A little like
0: rest. we just did like
1: earlier. We just did, yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, just like just God. crank D up and God. let it go. Me,
2: you didn't get you got on Ken. You got on. No, Ken, You got on Kyle and Sydney and you. Filth. Why you get on me? Filth nest. Well, you know, you know what you're know dealing with over here. No, now. Dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to use taunts to hold that cell phone.
1: You. I know what thing I'm bearing you with <laughs>
2: porno. <laughs> here you go, D. Take this with you. I'm telling you, man, you, when you click on Add something. Hat this from Chanel on the other side. You <laughs> click on something there, you never know what you're going to get. Here brother. Hey, I know you're going to need this. Big Butts 8. <laughs> what'd you say hey, well, the, bigger, you? the bigger the bigger the b- butt can I you one through seven first my but goodness booted nine of these favorites it's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a mashup wait, wait. real quick real quick story I remember one time I was uh, me and my uncle who's now uh, deceased we took our, um, our cousin he was no he was moving <laughs> and uh, he walked into his room, and we was getting bags and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, man, one of the bags ripped. I say about twenty pornos I flew out the bag. <laughs> he said, "Good Lord, what you going, what you doing here, man?" <laughs> <laughs> I think he gave him a cap. That gave him a nickname of Captain Jackoff. I said, my goodness. <laughs> captain Jackoff. Yeah, it was something else. That was like, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. All right. Okay. Speaking of uh, not seeing something he's not supposed to. We sorry about all this guy. <laughs> I, one quick time. I was, in jun- I was in junior high, and me and my best friend at the time, uh, his mother was dating some good dude that lived on the north side, and we went with him. I don't know if we went anyplace else, but we ended up going to his crib. This dude had Playboy center folds all over his living room, his coffee table was nothing but... Oh, he was living well. Dude, no. This was <laughs> extreme. We were sitting there like, why did you bring us in? And I'm like, he is your mama. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he is... He's doing some freaky, freaky stuff to your mom, dude. I mean, dog, imagine this room. And it's plastered. And look, it wasn't like a bad apartment either. It was like naked pictures. Yes, all center. I'm like, look. I'm, I'm, I, when I shouldn't I say Playboy because we know, but Playboy doesn't give you the clam shot. Oh, this is this, this is, is like hustler and penthouse where it's like dude, we we young men. <laughs> we're supposed to be like, wow, this was like this is filthy. <laughs> like this is sir. You're nasty, sir. Like you you have anybody coming. It's like a classy picture of someone naked in your house. You'd be like, okay, that's art. This was all full on blam 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 gonzo style around the <laughs> walls It was it was too much I saw to some that. that's art. Yeah. Like, you're right. I mean a woman's a female's body is art. Yes, it is. Her busting it wide open, is it?
2: I saw Melvin Flint down not Melvin Flint, Larry Flint down in Vegas around my love, uh, bachelor party.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, man. That says a lot. <laughs> I can tell you, but I won't. You can make you can put this as like the beginning of the flip for next week. Just put this in there. Just that's this that'll be that'll kick that'll kick it off. All right, hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter at D and Davis Show. Instagram too at D and Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher to Tune In app, War on Anchor will kick you over to Spotify and YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at Demons One, Ken at Thats Davis, Ryan at Ryan B. Ski, and Guy at Pay the Guy. Shout out to Guy getting his first gig again. Congrats, Guy. Congrats. Get that money. Get that
1: money. Pay the guys. He just, just told you. Uh, we definitely want to thank CJ Clarence Jones from uh, CJ's Custom Clothiers. I used to say that right correctly the first time and then I stopped saying it. He pronounced it that way today. So make sure you go to the website. Make sure you hit him up. He gave you his number. If you want to get that, those, those nice custom suits, nice shirts, all that. Keep you down. Hold you down. Uh, he just told you he, Allen Robinson is one of his guys. And name and uh, just a few of the guys that he has, and also always check out Sean and Maya in the morning at uh, Facebook slash Sean and Maya. Make sure you download the app, and also you can always check out Logic and check out Logic uh, to get them. Sean's doing a nice job holding it down. To Maya returns, Maya is getting her fifth doctorate. Uh, so just holding on. It's still going to be a great show with or without her. But they do a terrific job together, and you got to taste of Maya, yes, who is yes. one of the better sports people here in Chicago and anywhere around the land. We hate the internet. We around the nations, man. Putin listens to us, and I'm like, Putin, stop doing that. And he hits me. He be like, I was thinking what you said, but I'm not going to do that. And he's always shirtless. Always shirt nipple rubber. Funny thing, he likes to rub his nipples to the flip. Yeah, I, I believe it. Ain't no wrong
2: being shirtless. I think he taught. But Trump what then. about nipple rubber? You a nipple rubber? Uh, your own nipples <laughs> <laughs> No not to just sit there And just do it I think if I'm like You know outside And you know I just want to give a Quick little scratch I Okay that's fine But I mean like Do you
1: Like a, a woman touching My nipples is like What are you doing <laughs> Yeah it doesn't turn me on Yeah that's not I'm nice <laughs> right? like, nah, Some
2: people like to be rubs and like, like, like to be pinched
1: And yeah. you know, all kind of stuff Again we went too far there I apologize See, look at you. I can't help it. Yeah, sometimes. it's
2: all—it's all you trying to blame it on everybody else. It's all you. I don't you.
1: blame everybody. Else. I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I just blame you. But I definitely—we uh, appreciate you being with Dean Davis as we continue to grow. As you continue to see Ryan and then Guy, but these guys taking their own. Uh, their own level of getting on different platforms and showing you what they can bring to the team because we one thing about us we have a lot of talented members in our clique that's right that's right that's just the truth and I'm not saying that because they're in the clique it's just the truth of the matter great guys but talented members and it seems like you're gonna see our faces around in a lot of different places and that's through hard work it's through being in the right place and some luck it's through blessings it's through great energy and uh, it's through hanging out with each other sometimes it, things you gotta do you gotta get got to walk your own race run your own race but it doesn't hurt to have people that can also pick you up during that race and that's one thing if you listen to us i hope that we convey to you uh, we're one of the better crews as far as just loving one another and that's one thing that you know as we go out and i've been talking filth we should go out on a more positive note don't do anything before you heard from us again
2: keep hands to yourself